They range from the bizarre and outrageous to out-and-out out insanity. Short video clips that are sent from person to person throughout the internet. You probably have had some show up in your own inbox. It's a phenomenon that some are calling viral video. With dozens of websites featuring some of the most passed around clips on the net, these viral videos are getting more exposure than ever. One site that's gaining enormous popularity is YouTube. Broadcast yourself, gut buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. Hey, I'm back. It's Vince. <laughs> and this is episode number 256. We're going back in time again for the year in review 2005. Wow. Yeah. Vince, I, th- I, th- I think this was your pick, right? Like you wanted to do 2005? It was my pick. Let's this was a great see. year. Does anybody else feel that way? This was a good <laughs> year. It does Andrew, feel like I feel like it? it's going back up from two that like two thousand four was almost a low point for me in a lot of ways. Um, but going over this, like this feels like we're we're getting back in action. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the twenty first century back in action. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, I felt very lukewarm doing the research, but there was like a few last minute things I remember that might tip it towards being a pretty good year. I think culturally, it's kind of a boring year. Um, wow, interesting. I don't know. We're gonna have yeah? we have different opinions <laughs> on this one now. Did you look at the dinosaur count too, or no? <laughs> That's your main indicator. <laughs> oh yeah always always um well uh before we get going uh we want to thank everybody who's been reaching out about uh patreon and joining vince of course thank you for sure. uh, joining us on patreon um last week's episode is up it was a fun one that is the tale of the last dance an episode we've been talking years uh, for years about doing uh, we finally got to cross it off the list. Uh, I thought it was a bunch of fun. And one one, one thing we did is we had a few drinks uh, as we talked. Uh, Andrew, are you are you having a drink again? I am currently. Yeah. Are you? What are you drinking? I know I've been accused of not sounding drunk. Um, I'm drinking <laughs> uh, Irish whiskey. I, 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 Irish whiskey. Okay. Okay. Back at it. Um, yeah. I yeah. I mean, I think people are just impressed at like how well you hold yourself. <laughs> hmm. I feel like I just have like a line where all of a sudden I'll, you know, go way too far. Like I almost don't have like a, a slow burn to getting drunk. Like suddenly I'll just be way too drunk. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like, I mean, I feel like for maybe the listener, it could be hard to tell, but I can tell by your, um, like there's an uptick a little bit more in your, to- mm. in your, how much you talk. Mm, sure. It's ev- yeah, it's ever so slight, but n- noticeable to me. <laughs> um, Vince, did you drink? I am currently having a nice beer. I just got home mm. from work, so Beautiful. you bet you I'm having a drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. And I'm back with a screwdriver in hand. Uh, <laughs> Vince, I'm ready to make fun of your picks. Oh, I'm gonna get massacred. I already know it. <laughs> All the listeners out there are going to be like, what the hell is wrong with it? 
Vince loves the remake of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He just can't shut up about it. Oh, it's on my <laughs> list, but I don't know if I love it. <laughs> you know, it's on my list, too. So, Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I like it. No, you like it? Yeah. I mean, I know we're not getting into movies yet, but you <laughs> yeah, sure. like the remake of Charlie and the Chocolate I'm not, Factory? I'm not claiming it to be superior to the original, but I do okay. like it for what it is. Hmm. This is... This, Boy, gonna, I, this is going to trigger me because I saw that <laughs> thing in the movie theater. So. I saw it too, but like I, when I left, I was like, that was terrible. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, off, I'm off balance here. You know, uh, part of it might be that I think it was on HBO maybe. Some station it was on a lot where I saw yeah. it like a few times in a short period of time. And it just felt like each time I, I liked it a little bit more. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's some Andrew. good. There's some good. Andrew, funny moments. how much Irish whiskey have you had? <laughs> I'm about to put it no, on no, later no. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andrew's like, all right, can we hurry this up now that I'm. <laughs> um, well, uh, before we get into anything, uh, Vince, who were you in 2005? Oh my God. Let's see. I was 15 going on 16. Okay. So. It was kind of like that whole teenage awakening year for me. You know, you're going out late with your friends. You are yeah. dabbling in things that would embarrass your parents. Right. And uh, it was just a great year. I started going out more. And, like, I'm here in New York, so all the clubs would have tea nights. Oh. I mean, to be 16 years old and you're dancing with foam, I'm pretty sure that's why I never got COVID. <laughs> like, I think I was exposed <laughs> to everything possible, and now I'm immune to it all. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you know, start so driving you, too. I mean, you can't go wrong with the, you know, you bring your car to the high school and you, you just think you're stinking. It's like, you loser. You're driving your, <laughs> you're driving your grandmother's 95 Chrysler Concord. Like, you, you, you stink. But you, so I'm trying to envision here. So, 16 year, 16 year old Vincenzo is like legitimately going to Manhattan to clubs? Yep. Manhattan and Long Island. Yep. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's and, very, that's very different. That's yeah. it's like an, it's an, an interesting for a Midwestern uh, pair like us to envision going to <laughs> a nightclub in New York City. Yeah, they they had specific um, tea nights and um, it was great. I mean, as scary as it sounds, like just picture, you know, your high school hallway and there's me. You have like your boots on, your designer jeans, button down shirt, a scarf and a Starbucks Frappuccino with puka shell necklace that was vince like that was I, me i need to rewind the tape here for a moment vince you said scarf oh yeah i used to rock the scarf that matched the shirt <laughs> wow i love it vince i love it a little bit of product in your hair so it's spiked up a little bit <laughs> holy cow i love it uh yeah andrew 2005 any anything stick out to you hmm Working, college. That was pretty much like my life at the time. Yeah. What where what, what job were you rocking at the time? This was the record store. Ah, record yeah, store. That's, a good, that's pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I remember like um you know, if I want to set the stage here, uh George W. Bush had just been reelected, which made me really sad. <laughs> and then my relationship of two and a half years ended at the end of 2004. And that made me really sad. 
just a sad year. Wow. Sad, so I'm coming sad. in all pumped for this year. <laughs> like, oh, well, this year, you know. <laughs> well, well, Vince is partying in Manhattan. I'm in my dorm room listening to <laughs> Elliot Smith, uh, <laughs> thinking that maybe I'll be alone forever. Worst year of Joey's life. So far. <laughs> it was it was pretty bad, but there was a major shift uh, in the fall of that year. Like the fall, things really picked up. Um, hmm. All right, so you ended on a good note. Then. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's good. We have a spectrum here. We got people working, we got people partying, and we got people <laughs> uh, suffering from crippling depression. It's it's all, it's all there. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, I'm getting depressed just thinking this was 18 years ago, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh my god did it hit that you is, yeah that hit me 2005 can vote yeah. wow is that i don't know if that's good or bad <laughs> it's I mean, just something it's just i've something. seen them try to make change when i go to taco bell and i'm not too sure i want them behind that ballot <laughs> just um andrew what are our categories for today uh, as usual, we're talking movies, TV shows, albums, songs, video games, books, and events. Mm. There's one category here I'm real excited about. Um, mm. Ooh. Uh, you want to take? A, you want to take a guess? I, I'm thinking about it, but it's I definitely feel like not I've... events because Bush got reelected, so we can cross <laughs> that one off the list for Joey. <laughs> Vince, were you a Bush guy? I, I won't hate you, I promise. Um, Not that I was a Bush guy. I think I was really too young to even understand the election back then. Yeah, sure. I mean, I was a history buff and still kind of am. So for me, whoever won, like, oh, I'm going to watch the inauguration. I'm going to watch the returns come in. You know, even oh, to this sure. day, I kind of don't yeah. know where I fall politically, to tell you the truth. That's interesting. Um. No, yeah, I mean, I, I, I relate to that. I, I also am a kind of a junkie uh, as far as just following all that stuff. Um, yeah. Okay, well, you know, we'll get, I guess we'll get to the category when we get to it. Um, but do you guys want to jump in? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Vincenzo, where shall we start? Let's start with, let's get books out of the way. Mm. That's my category. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. You'll have a great kickoff now. It's my favorite category Jeez. today. Uh, first you... time ever. Uh, def <laughs> definitely. First time <laughs> ever that it's my favorite category. But um, there's just like three or four books here that I'm pretty passionate about. Wow. Oh. I have an unusual. Well, maybe not unusually. I have a small selection. I wonder if we're going to match on a book, Joey. I bet you we do. There's two here. There's two here. I think we could match on. Oh boy! All right, let's see. Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Place your bets. <laughs> well, Andrew, get us kicked off. Um. Well, my favorite book for the year was A Feast for Crows. Uh, George R. R. Martin, Game of Thrones, uh, the fourth right. book in the series. Um, I've talked about these before. They're just they so good like something it's i've never read any book that's so dense mm -hmm. that reads so quickly um i just love the pace of these like and um especially for these fantasy books that have like a thousand crazy names that to remember um somehow it just like flows um so yeah love it hmm who's it by uh, George R. R. Martin. Oh, of course. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Wow. Have you read that one, Vince? No, I mean, you would think because I watched, you know, Game of Thrones and all that stuff, mm. but I never, I never sat down to even read the books. Mm. Very good. Just really fun. And when you say thick, how thick is this book? Is this like an audible book? Each, like <laughs> each one is like a thousand pages. Oh, crap. Uh, okay. <laughs> so it's very, I mean, unbelievably long, but like seriously easy to read somehow, at least to me. Okay. All right. I, I, you know, the the George R. R. Martin stuff is just not my, just not in my arena, I guess. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, you don't really, like, read any fantasy or anything like that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, all right, Vince. Book? Well, I have two. So I don't, I think maybe other people will have this one, but I'm pretty sure Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince came out that year. Mm. Yes, yes. So that's definitely one of my picks. Um, that was probably the first Harry Potter book I got on the day it was released, as opposed to just getting it like weeks or months down the road. Yeah. And then my uh, second pick is 1776. Ooh. Well, oh, so you got two favorites here. Two favorites. That's my two favorites here. Do we not match? We don't match on 1776, Joey? <laughs> I'm not doing my picks yet. It's your picks. Oh, well. <laughs> so yeah, seventeen seventy six was another one. Um, I was a big history buff, easily my favorite class throughout high school. So I definitely picked that up. I would read that on my lunch break, like a real geek. Um, in addition to books, I do remember what I was reading that year in school, and I just want to give a shout out to The Crucible by Arthur Miller. Mm. We read that my sophomore year, and that is probably my favorite play that I have had the pleasure of reading, and I've reread it numerous times and i love the movie with daniel day lewis and winona ryder so give a little shout out to that wow two of our great go ahead andrew i'm sure that uh, i read the book in school at some point or whatever the play or whatever Mm. Um, yeah it was it was summer reading for us oh okay because i remember i remember being at alan's house and just sitting (laughs) uh we watched the crucible movie together (laughs) <laughs> wow uh, which which can't which which it doesn't get much better than that you're on the couch with your buddy watching watching the crucible <laughs> watching daniel day lewis just like chew chew through chew mm. through the movie winona Ryder, the most the most you know just just a beautiful woman uh, in the prime of her acting career, I'm going to stop talking poor, now. Poor Winona. <clears throat> Hollywood did Winona dirty, by the way. Can we just add that? Yeah, she but got, she's back. She's I back. know she's back, but she got blackballed for shoplifting. Has anybody else seen what's going on in Hollywood these days? That's nothing. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. The, the 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 double standard for sure. Yeah. And I never thought that seemed like that big of a deal. The shoplifting. Yeah. Not that I'm yeah. for it, but you know. Have you ever shoplifted, Andrew? I don't think so. I'm sure the statute of limitations is up. <laughs> yeah, sure. Come uh, gonna come after no, I, don't, I, <laughs> I really don't think so. Um, have you? Have I? Yeah. Vince, do you want to answer first? <laughs> uh, hell yeah, I've shoplifted. <laughs> <laughs> anything in particular? Anything right. memorable? Um, Nothing significant. We're talking, you know, 25 cent candy or something. Mm. But, you oh, know, oh, you're right, right. I'm not okay. walking out with a Gucci handbag at Saxon <laughs> Avenue, but. <laughs> uh, the only thing I can really remember, uh, and, you know, I feel like, well, okay, so I worked at a grocery store and I worked in the refrigerator 
and every once in a while if they were getting rid of like some stuff that because it was like a day over you know i'd sneak yeah. uh chocolate milk okay i don't even consider that shoplifting i mean i didn't really either because i felt so underpaid and so undervalued but i mean it's going <laughs> out the door anyway it's like I should have lied. I should be like, yeah, I stole a car. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, my book, this is a top five book for me all time. Um, I love, love, love this book. It's by Kurt Vonnegut. Um, It's called A Man Without a Country. Mm. Um, And this is not your typical Vonnegut fiction, uh, but more a reflection on the world. Uh, in his place in it. Uh, He gives his thoughts on writing, um, you know, on politics, on just life in general. It's like really like Vonnegut's theory on life. Um, It's a little bit dated by the fact that uh, like there's a little bit of a focus on George Bush and Iraq, you Mm -hmm. know, but still it's kind of sparing and uh, ultimately, unfortunately, still relatable. Um, So yeah, man without a country. I pulled a quote here. There, I mean, there, this book is just a, like you could open to any page and it would be an amazing quote. But I was just kind of flipping through and I, I saw this one. Uh, if you really want to hurt your parents, the least you can do is go into the arts. I'm not kidding. The arts are not a way to make a living. They are a very human way of making life more bearable. Practicing an art, no matter how well or badly, is a way to make your soul grow. And for heaven's sake, uh, sing in the shower. Dance to the radio, tell stories, write a poem to a friend, even a lousy poem. Do it as well as you possibly can. You will get an enormous reward. You will have created. You will have created something. Just beautiful. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I've never read that one, but uh, he does. Heard, have... I've definitely heard of it. You could borrow it, Andrew. It's uh, yeah, sure. It's a really short read. Okay. Yeah. He, uh definitely has a way of explaining things it's really interesting there's a really good uh while we're talking about him really good youtube video um the only thing i can remember about it is the pictures like him at a chalkboard but he's yeah. like talking about stories and how they work <gasps> and stuff it's really yeah the line like the gra- graphing of stories yeah 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 Super. oh man that is so good yes uh and a, a documentary came out about a year and a half ago called vonnegut and me um, and mm. while it's not perfect, it's it's if you like Vonnegut, it's definitely worth a look. Um, nice. Yeah. Anyway, um, Man Without a Country is my pick. Close call, Andrew. Um, I you know I think the Feast for Crows is the only book that I read from this year, but I just um, also wrote down a Nazi Boys, a Nazi Boys by oh, yeah. Neil Gaiman. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't read it, but I guess a sequel to sort of some sort to uh american gods um so it's on my list of to be reds i'm sure i'll enjoy it cool cool yeah neil gaiman very cool any close calls vince uh i do have another thing written down and again it's it's circling back to what i know i read during uh my sophomore year of high school and that's Macbeth. Mm. Macbeth is probably my favorite shakespeare uh I just love everything about it. This between like the symbolism and the themes and, you know, I remember, I don't know if it was any different for you guys, but when we started, no, like high school English classes, they always kicked it off with like Romeo and Juliet or as you like it. Like it was always some like romantic and 
sad story, but with Macbeth, just the whole idea of like the violence and the witchcraft and the, mm. that was like that in the crucible. I had a great year in a English class and my teacher was a, a symbolism nut. So I was all for that. I got my A in that class very easily. <laughs> cool. Nice. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, Macbeth. Uh, Andrew, do you have any favorite Shakespeare? Um, I know that we, there, at least one year we read a lot. Yeah. But I can't, I, I could never fully get into it. I feel like hmm. maybe the okay. language, I just couldn't. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, relate to it or something. Um, I'm not sure, but I appreciate it. Cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a Tempest guy myself. Mm. Put, put me, put me down for Tempest. <laughs> All right. Uh, my I got a couple close calls here. I, my definitive close call is Team of Rivals by Doris Kearns Goodwin. Um, this is a book about Abraham Lincoln. Uh, it's kind of the definitive uh, biography on Abraham Lincoln. Um, it's a very, very large book, but Team of Rivals is pretty well loved uh, amongst historians. Um, you know, outlines Lincoln as kind of the imperfect leader, even though he had what would be like by today's standards, perfect leadership skills. I mean, mm-hmm. I, th- this book should be required reading, I think for all world leaders. Um, uh, I think, I think uh, president Obama said as much. So um, just a great, great book uh, team arrivals. It's partly what the movie Lincoln was based on. Of course, that was just like a chapter of it, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very great book. And then I did have 1776 here by David McCullough. Uh, All right. So, so that if, was if you bet on us, then you you can count that as a win, everybody. That we did have the same book in common. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's here. It's here. Um, um, and then I had also uh, "Never Let Me Go" by uh, Ishiguro. Um, this is a sci-fi sci-fi book that, admittedly, I did not read until I saw the movie. A uh, great movie with um, Andrew Garfield uh, and Kira Knightley. Um, but uh, yeah, weird little sci-fi book um, that is kind of set in a very like calm setting, but you know, weird stuff going on. Um, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys have any Fergusons? Uh, no Ferguson for me. Okay, uh, I do. Oh, you do? Okay, I do. I mean, I'm That's... sure. I think some people probably really like this book. Uh, I gotta admit, I really haven't read it for the most part but just from what i've seen of it i have to give it to ferguson and that's twilight Mm. okay sure yeah i i that was i i believe it was like originally written um as a 50 shades of gray like fan fiction and then turned into a, its own book. Are, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's correct. But isn't it about teenagers? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess so. But I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the version of this was. You know, sure. I did okay. hear that. Yeah, I did hear that too, Andrew. That it did start off one thing and then became about you know sparkly vampires and <laughs> high school <I'm>, kids. <laughs> vampires, hot or not? Hot. Um, yeah, I I like them. If that's what you mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, no, I meant hot. Do but... I find the idea of a vampire seductive? Uh, 
not particularly, but I what? like vampires in general. I, I mean, it's they're fine. I don't... Oh my gosh! I don't. I mean, have you if seen Gary your... Oldman comes to my window? Yes. The blood. He. I'm letting him in. That's what I was just <laughs> saying. Have you seen Gary Oldman and Bram Stoker's Dracula? Yeah. Oh my. Oh, okay. he's like a monster. Well, I bet he's so seductive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it. Have you seen Dracula Dead and Loving It? Leslie Nielsen <laughs> Leslie is. is. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let me read some of our listener picks. Uh, Clayton also picked Never Let Me Go. So uh, good job there, Clayton. Uh, Lacey picked Twilight. She said, Uh-oh. forgive me. Um, <laughs> we had a couple people pick uh, Half-Blood Prince, including Evelyn and Damien. Uh, we had James picking Where Three Roads Meet by John Barth. Uh, Tim picked Strange Angel by George Pendle. Brody picked 20th Century Ghost by Joe Hill. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about that one. I'd yes. like to check that out. Jordan picked The Year of Magical, Magical Thinking by Joan Didion. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, Shay picked Scott Pilgrim, Volume 2. Hmm. Have you guys ever read any of the Scott Pilgrims? I have not. I have not. No, me neither. I like that movie, but I have not. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have a guess for best selling of this year? Haven't mentioned it. It's the... not. It's not Harry Potter. N- I don't think so. From what I could tell, is it? It's a popular it... author. I was gonna say Million Little Pieces, but I don't think that's it. No. It, uh, I'll just tell you. George it's, Grisham. George Grisham. John, John Grisham. John Grisham's. Yep. That's right? Yep. Oh, my gosh. I was just going to make up a fake book called The Case. Um, <laughs> close. John called, Grisham, The uh, Lawyer. Go ahead. Very close. It's called The Broker. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would have gotten it in at least 10 guesses. <laughs> See, if that was Final Jeopardy, you would have won that one. (laughs) (laughs) Who is John Grisham? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Andrew, where should we go next? Um, Maybe let's do album. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, Well, my album of this year is by a band called Figurines. The album's called Skeleton. So good. The, the, these guys from Denmark, I think. Um, lead singer Hitch is like very interesting voice. Um, I I, uh, I think this was in. I think this was during a period of time where um, this kid or man was coming in to the record store and trading in like a stack of um, uh, cutout CDs, which are like. Like or like promo CDs, like he must have worked for a radio station around here, mm-hmm. and so like for a year or two maybe, 
every Saturday or Sunday, we'd get a stack of these and I'd just like go through and listen to them real quick and like see if I liked any of them. I think that was in this stack and uh, just blew me away, the CD. Um, That's so weird. with me in my car for a long time. Yeah. yeah. That's weird because I also love this album, but we did not find it through each other, mm, which is yeah. unusual. Um, yeah, I uh, I love the song All Night. Um, mm, yeah. It's, I think my favorite from here. Yeah, good album. If, 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 you got, if people out there have not heard Figurines, I co-sign. Check them out. Vince, favorite album? Well, this is when the tomato flinging is going to start. So, well, I I mean, I I I know you love yourself some pop, so I'm like, you know, I'm I'm yeah, I'm a big. um, I mean, I do like all types of music. Like when you guys talk about these bands that I don't know about, I definitely look them up after. I'm like, all right, these are good. These are good. But I, especially at this stage in my life, I was big on pop and dance music, and just like I was a Walking Now CD. (laughs) <laughs> well, if it was on the radio or VH1 in the morning, chances are, love this song. Um, but believe it or not, my album's gonna be uh, here it comes, uh, Confessions on a Dance Floor by Madonna. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> No, it could be a lot worse, Vince. There's a lot worse this year. <laughs> but uh, that album, I mean, growing up, too, I was a big ABBA fan. So when I heard she started sampling that with her single Hung Up, like I was hooked. Yeah. Um, you know, we have Hung Up, Get Together, Sorry, I Love New York, Jump. I mean, it definitely helped revitalize, like, the clubs and, like, the dance music scene and... I think it was one of her best-selling albums and one of the best in the 21st century. So for me, I'm going to have to give it to uh, Madonna for 2005 for the album. Man. Do you have a track or is that a spoiler? I do have a track and it's not a spoiler. Uh, okay. It's going to be Hung Up, the lead single from the Hung album. Up, okay, okay. Cool. And this... here come the tomatoes. No, no, no. <laughs> come on, Vincenzo. I mean... <laughs> Put a little respect on Madonna's name here, uh, which you are. Uh, is this album after music? Yes, it's after music. I love music. <laughs> you know, with the bourgeoisie. Oh yeah, I know. And, we just and the rebels. <laughs> just want to rock a cowboy hat and just go to town with it. Yeah, ray of light. Oh my gosh, shoot. See, I think people thought she was maybe past her prime at this point, but I think she's just getting cozy here. I think she's like really, I think music's caught up to her in 2005, but she's still the queen. Yeah. No hate, no hate here. If you're you're a Madonna fan, I think you know this is a great album, especially with all the sampling. Like I mentioned, there's ABBA, but then there's also references to like Donna Summer and the Pet Mm. Shop Boys and the Bee Gees and Depeche Mode, so... Yeah. It's kind of something for everybody in this album. Cool. And uh, it wasn't an easy choice because I thought there was a lot of 
great albums in like the mainstream music scene this year. I mean, it was Coldplay and Shakira and Rihanna's first album and Mariah Carey had her big comeback album this year. So it wasn't easy. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, are you, any feelings on Madonna? Um, I'm okay with that choice. <laughs> uh, you know, I never like was big on her, but I also never like really disliked her with a passion. Yeah. Oh man. This used to be our playground. (laughs) (laughs) This used to be our childhood something. (laughs) So good. Uh, Yeah, she's great. She was just in town, and I remember telling someone, like, Mm. you know, I'd actually like to see Madonna, and then I got made fun of. (laughs) <laughs> oh I, I i know the feeling oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so yeah no no i like this pick i like this pick um my favorite album is an album that i don't expect anybody to know and i own i it is my favorite album of the year and i really just want to like really like encourage people to maybe try it um the album is called lonely people of the world unite and it is by devin davis Found this album accidentally, um, you know, 2005, you know, I think I was maybe doing my own music and someone found my music and went like, hey, I like your music. You should check out this guy I know in Florida named Devin Davis. I think you'd like his. And so then I, I, I only could find one song, which is a song you just heard called Iron Woman. Um, and I like was just insanely in love with it like I, the moment I heard it I was like this is like whoever this guy is is this he has the same heart as me is when it comes to music so then the only way I could get more is 2005 right like I have to order his CD um, so I order his CD it comes and every one of these songs is just like some of my favorites it's it's a top 10 album all time for me wow. um you know, he never made another album. That's the thing. He made one album and he stopped. Oh, I hate um, when they do that. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it, pretty strange, pretty strange. But he's like a sound engineer now in Chicago. Um, actually, I've like become kind of, you know, just through the internet friends with him. Like, you know, nice. we sometimes send messages, but he's not an active musician anymore. Um, but this album is on Spotify. Let me, I'm going to say it really slowly. Lonely people of the world, comma, unite, exclamation point. Uh, it's so, so good. Nice. Yeah. I don't know it. But, uh... Well, it's time. I, Andrew, if you, if you didn't love this album, I would, I would be, I would be floored. Okay. All right, I wrote it down. I'll okay. I did write it, it down out. too, so I'll definitely okay. give it give it a, a look see. Oh man. 
<laughs> I won't sing it. I mean, I've already serenaded you with Madonna. I can't do all of these. <laughs> <laughs> have another have another drink. I'm sure we'll get a full concert out of you. <laughs> uh, close calls albums. Um, yeah, mine is another band that sounds like it's made up. Someone still loves you, Boris Yeltsin. Broom. Oh my the album. God. <laughs> Wait, it's not Broom? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is Broom. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, just, uh, this, I think this was another album that I, came to me from this uh, guy that was bringing these CDs in. Andrew, um, wait a second. Andrew, this album is yeah. 2006. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, you know what? What? I know the, it was re-released in 2006. But uh, it was originally released in 2005. I, I oh, oh, what do I, what do I do here? Uh, <laughs> well, this as is, I just okay, go ahead, go well, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Right, amazing <laughs> album, uh, just like this indie band. I don't know where they came from. I think they're uh, still Saint, out there. Saint though. Louis. Saint okay. Louis. Um, yeah, I just love this album. Another one of those albums that like just it just. I, I accidentally listened to it and it turned out to be like right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, Pangea, amazing. Yeah. I am warm and powerful, amazing. Yeah. What What will we do? Amazing. Travel song, amazing. Oregon girl, amazing. House fire was like the song I woke up to on my phone for five years. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm like I'm. This is tormenting because it, I, I hadn't prepared mentally for this album. Well, so maybe maybe I'll just talk about it again next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what. That's, that's, okay, um, man, yeah, great, yeah, pick. great, great cover art. I love, I love like the yeah. uh, cartoony flowers. Yeah, really great. Broom, pictures. check it out, folks. Uh, yeah, they, you know, I, they haven't made music in a while. Although all the albums they made are very good, mm. um, but there's a lot of side projects. One I checked out is called Hey Pam. It's pretty good. Mm. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, Vince, close call album. I'm gonna have to give it to um, "Demon Days" by Gorillaz. Ooh, good one, cool. good one. Yeah. I was, um, I had a bunch of albums written down, and I just kept circling back to that one. And then I looked at the track listing again, and the, the second I remembered that "Feel Good" and "Dare" was on this album, like that's gonna be uh, my close call. And I kind of feel like. Gorillas is really they were definitely ahead of their ahead of everything in 2005 because they're a virtual band and now I feel like all yeah. you see are virtual bands and like concerts with holograms and you know there's not to go see a hologram of Whitney Houston you're like wait what how is this possible <laughs> but um you know I have a lot of good memories with uh, listening to Feel Good and you know, Dare and Dirty Harry so they definitely made a close call nice yeah. Um, I, I remember when that album first came out and like just first hearing about it I was like what is this like is this real people or what you know <laughs> I don't know what the hell was going on yeah um, very cool. yeah it's it's it, it's a wonderful album um, yeah so many great songs I mean they're you know one of those songs you mentioned on my top 10 for the year um, very cool project um all right well 
This really screws everything up. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to just stick to what I had. My Close Call is an album that I've played every year for the last 18 years. I listened to it in full today. It still rocks harder than ever. Um, this is an album called Worlds Apart. It is by a band called Ellipses, and you will know us by The Trail of Dead. Mm. Um, they're an Austin, Texas band, uh, but they like really rock. They're kind of infamous for just having a big sound. They got two drummers, like three guitarists. They're just, it's a huge, huge sound. Um, and uh, it's a little noisy, but it's still super melodic. Um, this album has a ton of great songs. Will You Smile Again For Me? Worlds Apart, uh, The Rest Will Follow, Catterwall, All White, um, just a really, really pretty album, even though it rocks really hard. Um, and uh, it was like the right album. It found me just like right at the right time in the in the depths of my depression. Uh, and uh, it's like, even though it rocks, it just lifts you up. Uh, Worlds Apart, and you will know us by the Trail of Dead. You know those guys, Andrew? Um, I just, I mean, I know you like them. I've had heard of them through other people, but I never really gave them a good shot. So. Okay. Their live show is really, really cool. I don't know if they tour anymore, but, um, yeah, it was just so loud. Yeah. Any other albums you want to shout out? Uh, yeah, a few others from this year that I really like. Uh, New Pornographers, Twin Cinema... Um, the Strokes, First Impressions of Earth, White Stripes, Get Behind Me, Satan, uh, OK Go, Oh No, Not a Surf, The Weight is a Gift, Eels, Blinking Lights, and Other Revelations, and Death Cab for Cutie Plans. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know I've talked about The Strokes a lot on here, but uh, we'll say that this album was like, I don't know, I really like it. It's just like a different sound. You yeah, know, like I don't know, like they're just a little more polished. Yeah, I mean it was like the it was like the first in my mind. Like here, this and all albums after it are like to me sound like completely different things. I mean, just like in an evolution, I guess, of their sound. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, unless it's gonna spoil anything, any favorite songs for you? Um. You know what? I didn't even go through it. I, I, okay. I'm horrible at remembering song names. Uh, I'm sure I do, but I... Uh... Gotcha. Okay. okay. Uh, Vince, any other albums? Let's see. I think I mentioned a few before, but I definitely want to... X and Y by Coldplay definitely stands mm. out in my mind. Yeah. Um, I know there was a, a 50 Cent album that year. I think it was oh, The yeah. Massacre. Yeah. And of course, this actually this may get some criticism, but Monkey Business by the Black Eyed Peas. Hmm. That was <laughs> that was my jam. <laughs> what what are the famous ones on that? Oh, that's the My Humps album. Oh, My Humps. <laughs> <laughs> that my, is the Don't Funk with My Heart and My Humps album. <laughs> my My Lovely Lady Lumps. That's it. <laughs> you want me to sing it? really want to go ahead. I, mean, no, I, I, I don't really want you. to <laughs> it sounds like you do <laughs> I, I i just you know if vince is into it i want to make sure our guest yeah. is nice and comfortable and <laughs> i mean i think you would actually you would probably appreciate this joey if you go on youtube and you search in for mad tv my humps 
Um, the spoof is my slumps, and it's all them poking fun at George Bush. <laughs> wow. Okay, something designed directly for me. Okay. Yep. So you make that Okay, my slumps. All right. Uh, very good. Uh, I would also shout out um, "The Weight Is a Gift" by Not a Surf. Really, really good album. Um, the mysterious production of Eggs by Andrew Bird. A really nice, good album. And uh, an album called Nice and Nicely Done by the Spinto Band. Um, insanely catchy. There's just like, even the bad songs are just kind of too catchy to dislike. Um, so, Spinto Band, yeah. Uh, any Fergusons? Um, yes. It's a Ferguson by technicality, though, for me. It's sure. My Morning Jacket, Z. Uh-oh. Oh no! And, yeah, and it's because if it wasn't the very first, it was one of the very first uh, CDs to have that um, like digital rights protection on it. Uh, so when yeah. I put it in my iTunes, it just turned into a jumbled mess, and so I never really even got into it because that's the only way I had it on my uh, iPod. Wow! So that annoyed yep. me for years and. It has some really good songs. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. This is my favorite one. It's called Gideon. Hmm. If your CD had worked, you would have heard this. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) They also have one here called Off the Record. Hold on. Oh. There you go. Just a little taste of what you were missing. You know, I, <laughs> I, I'm i not against it. I just uh, blame this whole ridiculous thing they were trying to pull at the time. Yeah, it's kind of lame, for sure. Um, uh, Vince, the Ferguson? Oh, well, before I get to the Ferguson, there were two more albums I didn't want to... I just remembered. Um, oh, it's too I was late. a big fan no, of... No, it's too late. Oh, come on. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> It's Weezer. I forgot about Weezer. Make believe. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Tattoo. Or T-A-T-U, everyone you call me, or the Russian mm. chicks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the Russian chicks. <laughs> you know the Russian chicks? <laughs> you know, as an Italian-American, I know way too much Russian from their albums. <laughs> it's kind of like... Like, deploy me. I'm ready to serve my country against Russia. Like, I know enough. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're going to serve Russia? No, I'm going to serve the good old USA. I could be one of their spies. I know enough Russian from these albums. Vince, do I, Vince, do I need to report you? Nah, they got bigger fish to fry. Then I can worry about some five foot seven Italian guy from New York. <laughs> what am I going to do? Make him a chicken parm? Like, come on. You love oh, Tattoo Vince. very suspicious. <laughs> oh, yeah? You think so, Andrew? Uh, no, I mean, that's what oh. they would say. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey Vince, but, um, what's what's your favorite Italian meal? Ooh, that's a. Tr- I'm gonna have to go with a good old um, carbonara. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Andrew, do you have a favorite Italian meal? Um, well, I I don't know. I love uh, angel hair pasta. That's my favorite oh, pasta. I um, too, man. You know. That with the marinara is like my ultimate meal that I can't fully enjoy anymore. Oh, yeah. Sorry. 
Now I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take a break. We're all gonna have some Italian, and we'll be back in about forty minutes. But, um, no, I don't have any Ferguson albums. I just like, uh, I guess I just didn't get that far. But I do want to share uh, people's favorite albums here. Uh, we have, we have uh, Nikki with "Clap Your Hands, Say Yeah," their self-titled album, which is a fun one. Evelyn picked uh, Something to Be by Rob Thomas. Shay picked With Teeth, Nine Inch Nails. Uh, Clayton picked Witching Hour by Lady Tron. Uh, Jordan picked Bright Eyes, I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning. Uh, Colin picked Silent Alarm by Block Party. That was a pretty fun album. Uh, Allie picked uh, Mia, Mia Sama by the Black Dahlia Murder. Sorry if I said that wrong. Uh, Kev picked Salesman at the Day of the Parade by Rogue Wave. Lacey picked In Your Honor, Foo Fighters. Uh, Brody picked Oh No by OK Go. Uh, Tim picked B by Common. Damien picked Make Believe by Weezer. Uh, Martel picked The Spill Canvas, One Fell Swoop. James picked Tender Buttons by Broadcast. And Justin picked Mike Jones. Who is Mike Jones? Any any of those stand out to you? Weezer, definitely. The Weezer. The Foo Fighters, definitely. Yeah. Um, Nobody picked Nickelback, though, huh? Well, be patient. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we always got songs. Uh, okay, okay. Any other album stuff, Andrew? Uh, just the Billboard bestseller for the year. We mentioned it. 50 Cent? Yep. Okay. Yeah. It just He was everywhere. Yeah. Still going strong at that vitamin vitamin water engine. Yeah. <laughs> Been dreaming about it. <laughs> the, the stuff I did to that album, oh my god, I never want to be a parent in today's world. Oh, no. Vince... Vince? Yeah. What did you do to that album? Just obnoxious, you know, 16 years old and you're <laughs> trying booze for the first time. It was just, oh. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm okay. so grateful that social media doesn't, didn't exist back then the way it does oh, today. Because I would real. be untagging myself at every single picture imaginable. <laughs> I really am grateful for that. I'm glad we... We lived in the moment more. Like, yeah. we could just go out and hang out with your friends and you don't have to worry about being on your phone and people knew how to have a conversation and you just had fun and lived in the moment. And... Yeah. Yeah. I hear you, man. I hear you. All right. Well, where do I want to go? Hmm. I want to go to TV. Hmm. Okay. Let's talk about a little TV. Um, pretty good year, I think, actually. Yeah, it is a good year. Um, ultimately, though, I gotta go with It's Always Sunny for the top mm. show of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just so funny, especially, well, actually, most of the seasons are really good. Uh, maybe this last season was a little bit off, but, uh, just a hilarious show, especially, like, finding this for the first time when it came out it was so different from everything it's just like what the hell is this um yeah i I don't know i I love it uh i mean just like 
when you talk about perfect casting chemistry, the show is kind of like example A. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. Everyone's so perfect in the role here. The kind of reinvention of Danny DeVito yeah. is so good, and it's really one of those shows that even though it's not like my favorite show of all time, if it's on, it's just it's kind of like King of the Hill, you know, where like you can just have it on. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. a it's a comfort. Um, yeah, and what uh, <laughs> just an early moment that like hooked me. Um, that episode with Rob Thomas and Sinbad. It's just like, what is happening here? Uh, it's so bizarre. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, that was also James's pick and Kev. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Vince, favorite TV show? So I thought this was going to be a hard decision, but it actually wasn't as bad. I picked The Office. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize how old The Office is, but... <laughs> Kind of yeah. frightening, but back then, you know, watching The Office, I actually didn't watch it when it first premiered. I caught it maybe a few years into its run already, mm. and you know, the cast is great. You you know, you laugh at this everything going on. You have secondhand embarrassment from a TV show, <laughs> and then once you became like an adult and you started working in an office, this show is like every day something happens and you just pretend there's a camera staring at you. Like, wow, this world is really full of these <laughs> characters. <laughs> Like it's not, yeah. it's really a documentary. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Long time lover of the show. Uh, liked it right from the start. Um, another good example of casting, just like the right people in the right roles. Yeah. Um, you know, admittedly once Corel was gone, I didn't love it quite as much, but, uh, yeah, this first season's really, I mean, it's a short season, right? I think it's like six episodes. Yes, it, it's a short one. It's a really, really tight season. Like, they really packed in. You could tell as much cringe as possible. <laughs> I mean, and I'm pretty sure this is the season that has the um the Di- Diversity Day episode. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's episode two. It's, it's right out of the gate. <laughs> the amount of cringeworthiness that happens from The Office. I mean, I sit there embarrassed for Michael yeah. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 This, this was also a Brody, Tim, and Nikki's pick. Yeah. Andrew, Office? Uh, yeah, like I watched it at the time. I still like it. Um, I have, it's lost a little bit of its luster for me, but sure. I still like it. Sure. Yeah, you know the one thing that's happened uh, is as I watch it, I kind of just like Jim less and less. Um, hmm. The more I see it, the more I'm like, Jim's just kind of mean. He's just like, <laughs> not a, he's not very nice to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but those first few seasons are, are pretty unbeatable. Steve Carell is just, I mean, like one of the great performances I think in television history. Um, did you guys watch the British office? No, no, no. I keep meaning to, too, but I, oh my gosh, guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Get your pasta. (laughs) I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Um, okay, this show, I'm so excited. Just like Devin Davis, I'm so excited to talk about this show because I think like not many people tuned in. It's one season. It was started and ended in 2005. I think it's one of the funniest shows to ever air on television. It's called Stella. Mm. Um, Stella is a show starring uh, Michael Showalter, Michael Ian Black, and David Wayne, three of the funniest guys out there. 
Um, in this show, they play three roommates, you know, men in their like late 30s living in an apartment in New York together. Uh, they wear suits pretty much at all times. So like it doesn't matter if they're laying in bed or if they're out or if they're just sitting in the apartment, they're always wearing suits. Um, and just the weird stuff that goes on in their lives. I mean, it's really like little sketches that play out, but it's a cohesive show. And tons of great guest stars uh, pop up on this thing. Um, uh, uh, what's what's his name? Ant-Man. Um... <laughs> uh, yeah, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Oh, man. Paul Rudd is uh, amazing in this. Uh, Sam Rockwell pops up in this. Like, every episode kind of has... Uh, this person and i just i can't figure i can't figure it out it's so so funny and there i don't know how people didn't catch on to it the stinky thing here is uh it's just not available anywhere um oh. like you can't you really can't find it anywhere the only only shot you got is to buy the dvds um i mean it's good that- I would think those would be cheap if they're not out of print yeah i haven't looked but i also own it so andrew did you watch it when it was on Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, The one thing that I remember now is when they were trying to grow something, like, from the floorboards of (laughs) their... Yeah. (laughs) It's just so weird. And it actually works. (laughs) Like, their apartment apartment essentially becomes, like, a migration field. (laughs) There's, like, there's, like, an overseer, and there's people working in their apartment growing stuff, and they become, like, real fat cats. They become, like, rich overnight, and they're, like, become huge assholes. Uh, and then there's a drought yeah. and all the crops <laughs> and there's just water pouring through the floorboards to the women below them um, man yeah Stella I just yeah it, people missed it and uh, I hope like even if you just go to YouTube and maybe search some of their stuff now they were a sketch they did sketches like three minute four minute sketches on YouTube before uh, they started doing this stuff, and of course, all three of these guys were part of the state, so they, you know, yeah. they're sketch royalty. But um, uh, yeah, yeah, so good. Uh, I remember at the time, this was one of those shows that, like, these guys had done so much up to that point. I just thought, there's no possible way this can get canceled. Yeah, they yeah. just had so go. many chances. <laughs> this is the one. Yes, <laughs> and uh. inevitably, it gets canceled. Um, did. I don't know if it was this year or maybe like the next year, but right around this time, uh, I believe I can't remember who all was there, but um, Michael Showalter and Michael Ian Black came to the garage. Oh shop yeah, yeah. That we've uh, talked about. Oh god. With with Patton. Oh ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so good. Um, yes. And my biggest memory from that is. Um, seeing michael showalter sitting outside with a huge <laughs> yes. uh, one of those metal tubs of popcorn yeah where it divides <laughs> up the types of popcorn yeah, yeah i remember that as well yeah uh, and like nobody was going up to him no he was just sitting by himself like yes you know, 10 feet away or whatever. he was just sitting on the corner on those concrete steps eating popcorn out of a metal bucket <laughs> yeah. i i did say hi great image. i did yeah. say hi but he was not very like it didn't oh, seem like he was sure. not going to engage um, oh. much, but um, yeah, I saw them the next year too. And the next time I saw them, it was a Stella show. So it was all three uh-huh. of them um, on stage together. And the one cool, I mean, besides being a hilarious show, the one cool thing is I didn't know who the opener was at the time, but as years went by, I realized the opener was uh, Kumail Nagiani. 
Um, oh, wow. So that was just like, I think one of the best comedy shows I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. You're going to have, gonna have to um, backtrack because yeah. didn't you ask about vampires before if they were hot? Mm, yeah. Isn't yeah. Paul Rudd like a vampire? <laughs> this dude hasn't aged He's in 30 hot. years. Oh, I mean, yeah, Paul Rudd's yeah, hot. For sure. He hasn't aged. <laughs> I don't know what his secret <laughs> is, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's from, uh, he's also from Kansas. Um, okay. So any listeners, listeners out there in Kansas, what are you doing different? Because this guy <laughs> hasn't aged in 30 years. <laughs> Just good mid yeah. Midwestern living. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. A close call show. Uh, yeah. My close call is everybody hates Chris. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the uh, Chris Rock like sitcom, sort of a little bit based on his life um, growing up. Just a really funny, great show. I feel like it's like feels to me like in the same vein as Malcolm in the Middle. Um, just like I, I just love it. Um, I've watched it a lot in reruns, and uh, it's so funny. His whole like family is um, really hilarious. Terry Crews as his dad. Um, yeah, just love it. Um, that was also Evelyn and Josh's pick. Nice. nice. Uh, close call, Vince? Believe it or not, it's a Nickelodeon show. Huh. Mm. And it's going to be Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh. Okay. I mean, at this stage in my life, I was phased out of Nickelodeon for the most part, but I used to babysit on Saturday nights. And I remember when the first episode premiered and... I watched it all the way through. That was the only thing I would turn Nickelodeon on for was Avatar. Amazing animation. The plot is great. The characters, the soundtrack. I mean, it's almost like if you showed somebody the show, you wouldn't even think it was a Nickelodeon show. Like the production was that impressive. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I've never checked it out. Um, I know people love it. Yeah. Uh, I always hear good things about it, and it sounds like up my alley. I just somehow it's one of those ones that slipped by me for the most part, too. Yeah, cool. Um, well, we already uh, office is my definitive close call. So since we already talked about it, I'll go with the Colbert Report. Mm, yeah. Um, a pretty important show during my college years uh Stephen Colbert pretending to be like kind of a talking head conservative um, but with just such utter commitment like never ever winking not for a second you know what I mean yeah. and the best part was really those interviews just the yeah. unrelenting attack <laughs> on, on everyone and anything um you know I think his uh, better know a district segments were some of the funniest things on television that year <laughs> Um, so yeah, Colbert Report. Obviously, everybody knows Stephen Colbert now, but I think at the time it was still a little bit of a novelty, um, which then eventually blew up. But yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, show really good. Any other shows you want to shout out? Um, yeah, I got some. Um, this was the year in America, Neon Genesis Evangelion premiered. Um, it's an anime, uh, really great. Um, Masters of Horror premiered this year um okay. anybody who's into horror i really recommend the episode called cigarette burns by john carpenter and uh just a really really great uh standalone horror like short horror story 
Supernatural, My Name is Earl came out uh, for for our uh, our uh, childhood friend Brett. Um, How I Met Your Mother. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> The Boondocks, Robot Chicken, Iron Chef America, Weeds, oh, yeah. Hell's Kitchen, The Andy Milanakis Show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Camp Laszlo from uh, oh, yeah. Joe Murray, creator yeah. of uh, Rocco, uh, Meerkat Manor, and of course Chris Angel, Mind Freak. Oh my God! Yeah. Wait, <laughs> as like one you like? Yeah. Oh no. I mean, I, I haven't <laughs> rewatched it all since it was on, but you know, okay. I watched it at the time. Okay. Mind Freak. <laughs> I can't believe Hell's Kitchen is that old too. I mean, yeah. I give anybody that goes in Hell's Kitchen props because if I had this British guy yelling at me for every day <laughs> on the hour, oh no, no. <laughs> but Vince, you've always hated the British, haven't you? Ever, ever, ever since seventeen seventy six. Well, I'm Italian, so we switch sides all the time. So no, today we love the British. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Make a love and not a war. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like it. Um, Andrew, you forgot the most important show. Uh, mm. the 2005 MTV next. Oh my God. I don't even know what it is. Next. Let me tell you I a little you bit. you were going to say my super sweet 16, Joey. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Only the classics here. Next, uh, dealt with a contestant going on a sequential blind date with possibly up to five other single people known as quote, the daters who were secluded <laughs> on an RV referred to as the next bus. The added twist was that the date could end at any time oh. by the contestant shouting next. So like these guys would get off the bus yeah. They do a little date. If she liked it, the date would keep going. If she didn't, you know, next. Oh yeah, like like she, they're going through a, a date, and yeah. she's like replacing people. As, oh as yeah. Go. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And oh, uh, I just I loved watching the chemistry. Um, you want to know something crazy? Guess how many episodes of Next there are? <laughs> God, <laughs> seventy-two. Okay, Vince, forty-five. Guys, the... <laughs> there's 288 episodes <laughs> of Next. <laughs> That's approximately, let me, oh, my, math, my math isn't great. Hold on. That's approximately 278 episodes more than Stella. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah. You can't win them all, but uh, yeah. all right. All right. Uh, any Fergusons this year? Um. Yes. Uh, as far as TV shows go, Squidbillies, I just mm. never got it, I think. Like, I knew of people who really liked it, but it just never clicked with me. Uh, mm -hmm. But my real TV Ferguson is Snick ending after 12 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. What a run. A moment of silence for Snick. <laughs> It, it just hits a little too hard. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure I knew it ever ended. <laughs> like to pretend that it's still going on. Now. Yeah, like every Saturday night, kids are still, <laughs> yeah, you know, just <laughs> gathering around and waiting. Um, yeah, that's 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 a good point, Andrew. Snick ending's a great one. Uh, let's see. So 2005, I feel like for me, that's when reality TV addiction really was ramping up. Hmm. 
And I remember like VH1, this is when you had the surreal life and Hogan knows best and strange love, but Bravo had a show. And even though I have rewatched it recently, it's just, it's just a sad show and it's being Bobby Brown. Ah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good pick. I mean, it's just, it's only, it's a one season show. I don't think it's anything more than maybe seven or eight episodes, but you know, you see Bobby and Whitney in their home life and knowing what happens to them later down the road. It's kind of a hard watch Yeah, because you'll be watching an episode and you're like, she's clearly high (laughs) yeah, or he's drunk or like their daughter's just being ignored. And then you see what happens to her later on in life. And it's just a, it's a melancholy, you know, rewatch knowing what you know now about the family. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting one. Um, okay. Okay. Well, my uh, my definitive uh, Ferguson here, Andrew, is Chris Angel, Mind Freak. <laughs> <laughs> Get this guy out of wow, here. Wow, worse than next? Come on. Worse? This guy's a war criminal. Get him out of here. <laughs> war criminal? Yeah, <laughs> just fooling people. Bad magic. You know, is it bad? Just, just his whole deal. This guy looks like he went to like a renta, you know... Uh, what was that emo store called? Uh, yeah. Uh, hot topic. Hot topic. This guy, oh this guy looks like he like went to the dumpster fire, hot topic, you know, dyed his hair black, swooped it in his face. And was like, I know how to do magic tricks, you know, get. Hey, and, that's, and this... what, that's why they call him the mind freak. Even the right. way he spells his name. C R I S S. There's an H in there somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, this is a David Blaine house, okay? This is what? Sorry. A David Blaine house. Oh, okay. We sure. ride or die with David Blaine. Sure, okay. <laughs> Very good. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, okay, so that's my Ferguson. Uh, I do want to read other people's picks. Um, let's see here. Attack of the Show was Justin's pick. Nice. No reservations was Allie's pick. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. yeah, nice. Anthony Bourdain. Cool. Uh, Martel picked weeds. Uh, uh, nice, nice. Damien and Lacey picked How I Met Your Mother, which is probably mm-hmm. the most famous show, I guess, to come from this year. Except for or, office, I guess The Office, maybe The Office, yeah. but yeah. Uh, let's see here. Clayton and Shay picked My Name Is Earl, pretty funny show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Josh picked Prison Break. Nice. Yeah. Any other TV stuff, Andrew? Um, you guys got any guesses for top TV, top ratings TV show this year? Super Nanny. No, that seems like a good guess. <laughs> uh, everybody loves Raymond. No, uh, it's American Idol. Oh, right, 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 right. right. Um, sure. also, I just wanted to mention um that this year. The success of SpongeBob forces Nickelodeon to renew it for a fourth season. Hmm. And uh, also all that ends this year. Yeah. So, oh, wow. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I also noticed that the uh, Everybody Loves Raymond and the Osbournes ended that year. Mm. Anybody else a big Raymond fan? Because I am. I, I like it. You know, I've always kind of disliked it. Oh, no. But... Uh, I have watched a few episodes in recent years and I am really impressed with like how 
they can get a story out of like nothing a lot of the times. <laughs> I mean, it is the simplest setup. Somehow they fill 30 minutes and it feels like reasonable. Uh, so I give them credit. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's pretty good actually. Um, all right, Vince, where are we going next? Let's go to games. Well, uh, for me, there was a standout, one standout game this year. Well, there's a few, but one that really stood above the rest is Resident Evil 4. Mm. Um, came out for the GameCube this year, and uh, one of few games, especially that's this long, that I've played all the way through multiple times over the years, just go back to it every once in a while. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's like they just nailed the perfect mix of action and horror in this one i feel like and the pace is amazing um there's just so much stuff to do the mercenaries mode is really cool in it uh yeah just a, a really great game i don't know if i've ever played it vince mm. i feel like i played it i do i do remember like renting resident evil like in the from blockbuster mm. <laughs> in like the 90s and like i'm never oh. playing this again because it was too intense for me <laughs> Sure. But uh, my pick for game would have to be uh, The Sims 2. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was a big. Um, I like. I didn't play so much sometimes to like have my family and like live it out through all their life stages. I was always in love with the whole aspect of just making a house hmm. and like yeah. finding the perfect design. And I was a big like just a big architecture junkie with The Sims. Yeah. And um, yeah. the graphics were just so much better than the original Sims and the soundtrack was great. You know, it was just, you could, you could sign on to play the Sims and all of a sudden it's like four o'clock in the morning and you're like, okay, I gotta go to bed now. Like time just <laughs> escapes you when you would play the Sims. Yeah. And I know they're up to the Sims 4 now, but I've heard it's not as good as like the original Sims 2 or Sims 3. Mm -hmm. So 2005 is the Sims 2 for me. Nice. Gotcha. Um, I played The Sims a little bit, um, but never got like real deep into it. Um, Joey, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I played the original. Yeah. I didn't play number two, but uh, the original is great. Yeah, very addicting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't have any video game picks. And I apologize to our listeners because I can also not find their picks. Um, oh, boy. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> I think I accidentally deleted the story that it was posted on. Um, but uh, maybe you guys know some other games and maybe you'll say one that people like. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, my close call is Mario Superstar Baseball for the GameCube. Oh boy, what a game. Um, <laughs> our our friend um Br uh Brett, Jim and I when this came out, we each did our own. We had like a draft set up cuz uh it was such a way where you could like pick all like individual Nintendo characters and put them on a team. So we all set up a draft and we played this for at least a year, maybe two like pretty like weekly um such a fun game um and the only thing i want to mention about it is if you're a listener out there that has 
played this game a lot, let me know if um, you've ever gotten the superstar rating with Diddy Kong. So it was always so impossible. We never got that. We tried to get everybody superstar status. Never worked out. I mean, there were some pretty intense games with you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was, there, that was a game that, like, I definitely never really got in and played. Uh, but I did remember watching you guys play from time to time. And it almost, someone almost always was just really mad at the end of the game. Oh, yes. It was an infuriating <laughs> Mario game, game and friendship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing we, we withstood some of those games. Um, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a fun pick. That's like um, that's like a Christmas time. Like you have, like you'd have yourself and your cousins. Like, oh, we're gonna play Mario Party. Oh yeah, great. By the end of it, you're like, f you. It's <laughs> like, come on, guys, it's Christmas, and you all it's just like, f you, go to hell. Uh, Vince, did you have a close call game? I did. It was Guitar Hero. Mm. Yeah. The original came out that year. Yeah. Oh, see, I probably could just go with that. All right, speak a little bit about it, Vince. It's mine too. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't know what Guitar Hero is? I mean, I think it definitely kind of a revolutionary thing. I mean, we all thought we were rock stars playing it. Yeah. But if I were to pick up a real guitar, I'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> oh, you just press the red button. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was pretty, I remember it being a big deal. Like, people were having contests, too, with Guitar Hero. Like, there were, like, yeah. local... I don't know if they were bars or whatever, but like you would just see flyers out like, oh, Guitar Hero contest. Like it wouldn't be a trivia night; it would be a Guitar Hero who could play the best Guitar Hero. And yeah, what a way, what a what a beautiful time for all of our lives. I could play a fake guitar, Bob. Like <laughs> any favorite songs on it? We got uh, Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Oh, okay, yeah. Spanish Castle Magic by Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Bark at the Moon by Ozzy Osbourne. Smoke on the Water, Deep Purple. That's, oh, yeah. that's my favorite. <laughs> Man, every every middle school band in America. Yeah, what the hell is with that? With their hot like, topic. They got rights like, for just that song. Is that Chicago? Who, who's Smoke on the Water? Not Chicago. Not Chicago. I'm thinking of... Um, no, I'm thinking I know what you're thinking of. Yeah. No, Smoke on the Water is Deep Purple, but Deep I know purple. what you're thinking. Yeah, Deep Purple. Yeah, it's like Deep Purple sold the rights to like the <laughs> Board of Education or something, or Department of Education. <laughs> yeah. Any other video games you guys want to shout out? Um, I'll mention a few. Uh, Super Mario Strikers came out that year, the uh, soccer game. Love mm-hmm. all the Mario sports games. Um, Shadow of Col- the Colossus. Uh, really incredible game. Like you're, you basically just fight these enormous monsters, and you're like trying to find their weak part, weak point, and you have to like climb on them and stuff. Uh, really cool. Uh, Mario Dance Dance Revolution came out that year. Mario Party yeah. Seven, which yeah. in my mind is like the last of the classic Mario parties. Uh, God of War, the Capcom Classics Collection, loved that. Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. And we love Katamari. Uh, all that sounds familiar. I don't think I've played any. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Vince, any other games you want to shout out? Uh, I think there was Call of Duty 2, which I know I remember playing that. Okay. Um, I think in this year, we were also playing like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas from the prior year. Okay. <laughs> sure. 
Um, and I did write down, I do know that this is when PS3 and the Wii were kind of, were announced. So huh. by 2005, I was like, I'm not buying no more games for this system because the new <laughs> one's coming out. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you guys ready for a huge plot twist? Mm. I got the people's got picks. Oh. oh, nice, nice. Here we go. Justin, Resident Evil 4. Mm. Nice. Yeah. James and Tim, Psychonauts. Mm. Martell, The Warriors. Damien, Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm. Brody, Gun. Uh, Kev, this is when the shameless 15-year-old Kev had too much time to kill. MVP Baseball, 2005. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, Legend of Zelda. Uh, Minish Cap Game Boy, Ad- mm. Game Boy yeah. Advance? Yeah. Uh, Clayton, X-Men Legends 2, Rise of Apocalypse. Uh, Shay and Nikki pick Guitar Hero. And then Evelyn, speaking my language here, Civilization 4. Mm. Nice. Some, some picks there. I think I yeah. think World of Warcraft came out this year, too. Mm, really? Boy, how did we miss that? Yeah, it's a big one. I never really played it, though, but... Oh, but yeah. the... I didn't play it, but I remember um, like South Park just reaming on World of oh, Warcraft, yeah. and it kind of made me want to play it, but I didn't. <laughs> that was a I great believe, episode. I believe the kids call it WoW. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, my roommate, my roommate in college. So every, you know, our listeners know Chris, great guy, friend of the podcast, friend of us since we were eleven. Uh, Chris and I roomed with. We got we got two random roommates. Uh, and the one roommate, Dylan was, uh, like he's from Sri Lanka. Awesome guy. Did you, did you ever meet Dylan Andrew? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And he, all he did all day, he did not go to class. Uh, he ultimately did not continue college after this year. Uh, all he did is drink Mountain Dew and play world of Warcraft. And the thing that really worked out here, uh, besides loving Dylan, cause he was just the, the, the best. Uh, is he drank so much Mountain Dew that they were having an Xbox giveaway contest, and <laughs> and he bought a box that he won a free Xbox. So then we had a, a brand new Xbox in our oh, apartment no. with all these games because <laughs> uh, of Dylan. And uh, yeah. I just hope Dil- I hope I know he's still he's still in Ohio. I think he's doing good. He's got a kid. Oh. Uh, love Dylan. Um, anyway. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so it's glad. Like, thank you, for, thank you for your cavities, and thank you for the <laughs> thank you for the Xbox. Uh, he was so funny, but like at all times of the day, he was playing. Uh, I mean, he was mostly a night owl. You know, he'd play World of Warcraft all night, and then he'd sleep all day and miss class. Um, Another vampire. Okay. There's. Some, I have an admiration for this, like this, just this kind of commitment to not caring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I do get envious of people that could pull that off. Yeah. I agree. I'm also so glad to hear of somebody like winning one of those big prizes. Yeah. I was just never yeah. sure they were ever given away. Yeah. You know? I didn't believe him um, when he told me. I'm like, shut, <laughs> shut up, Dylan. I tried. I mean, I tried every year for that McDonald's Monopoly. I tried oh, so hard well, every yeah. damn year. Wasn't the fix in on that thing? Wasn't there a documentary saying like a lot of that yeah. was just impossible? Yeah. Every year like... I get a boardwalk. I'm like, I know there's a park avenue out there somewhere. I'm going to find it. <laughs> 15 it like, pounds uh, later, I never found it. <laughs> I think the first 10 years, something like that, uh, they found out like somebody in the, in the inside, in the plant or something was directing the pieces to their friends or like people they knew. Bastards. Um, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> just some other video game things that happened this year. Uh, the PSP re was released. Pretty big deal. Um, our friend Dan was pumped for this thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, re I remember really, though, the, like, the best thing to me about this ended up being um, that you could upload... Um, uh, what are they called? Uh, emulators mm. and like all the mm. NES games, all the Super Nintendo games on there. Oh, so good. Um, also, one of my favorite Nintendo systems they ever came out with, the Game Boy Micro, came out this year. Huh. It was a uh, Game Boy Advanced only. It could only play Game Boy Advance games, but it's like a suit, the tiniest Game Boy they've come out with yet. It was just like a tiny um, rectangle. Uh, such a cool system. Um, and do you guys have any idea what the either the world or U.S. bestseller was this year? Uh, Grand Theft Auto. Madden. No. Yep, Madden Six oh. for the U.S. Um, and the worldwide bestseller was Gran Turismo Four. Oh wow! Yeah, very cool. All right, um, Andrew, where do you want to go next? Oh gosh. Um let's uh let's do song. Yeah. Haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, my favorite song's gonna be yeah, I tried to choose, but I decided really it's a tie between like for me what I feel is like the three best songs on this figurines album. Okay. Um the album again is called Skeleton, but my like my triple uh, threat here is race you, rivalry, and release me on the floor. I need to bury I'll start with R. Um, what? All those songs start with R. Oh, yeah, they do. Wow. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, again, yeah, this is a really cool album. Um, and they do have a very, it's almost like e European strokes or something. Like, it's like grungier, mm. but it's, you yeah. know, it's really rock but pop, you know? Yes, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Sure. We'll have to check that out too. Yeah. Uh, cool, cool. Uh, what are your three favorite songs, Vince? You want three? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. God, we're gonna be here all night. <laughs> I have a bunch of wrote down. I only just picked my favorite one, just maybe an hour or so before I joined you guys on the podcast. Um, I chose "Speed of Sound" by Coldplay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I've noticed looking at this list, I mean, I know we mentioned it before that this is 18 years ago, but a lot of these songs, I remember where I was when like, I first heard these songs and I can re-enter that state of mind I was in. Yeah, and, you, know, yeah. you start thinking about all these memories and all these laughs and like going out with friends or seeing it on VH1 in the morning, seeing the music video. It was my MySpace song for like, who remembers their MySpace song? But I remember Speed of Sound was my first ever MySpace song. So I'm definitely going to give it to Coldplay. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I was I was a big fan of that album that year. A lot of uh, listening to it going back and forth between school. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to stick with my promotion of Devin Davis here, but also because it's legitimately my favorite song of the year. Uh, this is a song called Cannons at the Courthouse. Before I knew it, I was in some other room With a rope letter hanging from the ceiling When slide down the rope came Willie Nelson I say it's on, let's find the party that never ends We smoked the reefer on the roof of the White House Couldn't wait to get back on the road again This is just a wonderfully written song with some of my favorite lyrics ever. Uh, you know, let, let me give you a little taste here. By the time we'd run another race around the sun, we were buried under blankets in the dark. All night long, I laid and listened to your song. It didn't stop until the morning. When the rays from space took up marching on my face and I was pooling covers up over my eyes. Before I knew it, I was in some other room with a lope with a rope ladder hanging from the ceiling when sliding down the rope came willie nelson saying son let's find the party that never ends we smoked some reefer on the roof of the white house couldn't wait to get back on the road again where the arctic sea had melted up to tennessee and we were running from the searchlights on the shore i paddled my canoe down the alley after you over the cannons at the courthouse wow <laughs> poetry poetry um yeah devin davis cannons at the courthouse this is track five it's like a little bit acoustic a little bit rocking gets kind of psychedelic at the end but um yeah just love this guy I, and I, I do i just love that there's one album like this is it it's not a big ask guys go listen to it <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how like joey can read this beautiful like lyrics and i'm over here like well few times I've been around that track, so it's not just going to happen like that. There ain't no holla back, girl. But <laughs> you say this is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. That's its own type of poetry. Don't undersell it. <laughs> <laughs> More people know that poem uh, than the one I yeah. just said. Uh, so, you know, it, there's validity. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Devin Davis, great. Uh, close call? Yeah. Um, I decided my close call is new pornographers the bones of an idol because something keeps turning us on oh wow i, I think forgot my favorite that song on the album i do know that one i oh. didn't know this album came out this year oh <laughs> 
Redo. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, just just a really like um, image heavy song, uh, really like evocative, and uh, I love, of course, Nico Case's voice, just un- unbeatable. Man, it's yeah. That that uh, is that Twin Cinemas. Yeah. Um, man, what an album. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to look here. Bones of an Bones of an Idol is pretty good. I think my favorite i really like sing me spanish techno mm, oh true. jackie dressed in cobras is really good mm, yeah anyway okay sorry yeah um, great album great album um, oh use it use it's I, really good um yes yes uh i i might as well mention just a few others because I, I don't think you guys are gonna say them but um uh you already mentioned uh, i am warm and powerful someone still loves you boris yeltsin oh love that um and uh, maybe the song that has stuck with me the most from the Not A Surf album of this year, uh, The Way Is A Gift is the album, um, is Your Legs Grow. Oh. Uh, really, really great song. So uh, good. Also, there's, a, there's an alternate version out there somewhere. It was on a compilation CD that I had that I lost somehow. And uh, just, just a different take on it. Really incredible. So um, great song. Close calls. All right. Well, now you got to go back in that state of mind I was telling you about. 16-year-old going to a club. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is a really, this is like um, a Jersey Shore song before there was a Jersey Shore. And it's every time we touch, or is every time we touch, every time we kiss by Cascada. It's. Oh, I know you're talking about It's going to get so many. <laughs> What's it Somebody called? Re- Every Some time people we kiss? Be like, yeah, that was a great song. And then other people would be like, oh my god, that is nothing but Euro pop trash. <laughs> it's called Every Time We Kiss? Every Time We Touch. It's Every Time We Touch. Oh, every time but we it's touch. like super fast-paced. Like like a sped-up version. Hold on. There's a lot of kids. I mean... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I wanna... Hold on. Oh. Hold on. I know this. Yeah, this. <laughs> Wait, it's really going to crank up, right? Oh, it's cranking. Hold on. Ooh, your arms are my castle. <laughs> Hold on, listeners. <laughs> Once she starts singing again. Okay. Wipe away I cry. Good, good, Do you know this? Can you sing it, Vince? Oh, come on. <laughs> you make me right when I fall. Here we go. Because every time we touch, I get this feeling. And every time we kiss, I swear I could fly. All right, all right, good pick. <laughs> and everybody's done. They're like, oh. <laughs> Everybody just turned off the podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah. But again, it's it's is it the greatest song in the world? No, it's just a song I just have so many memories to. So yeah. you know, it's not everybody's cup of tea. I just associated with just a really fun time, you know, in my life. Nice. That's yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, you at those clubs. 
right? Yeah. yeah. You know. And I actually am surprised that, that wasn't a thing in like the Midwest or I don't know if anywhere else in the country has this where they open the doors for teens to come in and like had a, a nightclub for teens. <laughs> Vince. Mm, yeah, yeah. Vince, we were playing Mario baseball in Andrew's room. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, this was definitely a thing that people did uh, yeah, around not here. Not Maybe yeah. not us. But... Yeah. Um. All right. Very cool. Uh, my close definite. Well, let me let me go through my list real fast. Ready? All right. Number eleven by Oasis. Mucky fingers. Uh, number ten. The white stripes. Blue orchid. Uh, number nine, Rogue Wave, Eyes. Number eight, Feel Good Ink, Gorillas. Number seven, I Summon You, Spoon, a criminally underrated band. Uh, number six, uh, Center of the World, Portatastic. Uh, Ryan Adams, Let It Ride. Um, a Nervous Tick Motion of the Head, number four by Andrew Bird. Uh, number three, Concrete Bed by Nodicer. Number two, Number two, uh, Crooked Teeth by Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah. Um, I guess my it's not my definitive close call, but the next one here, Oh Mandy, the Spinto Band. Uh, really great song. But my definitive close call is by a band I've already talked about, and you will know us by the Trail of Dead. The song is called Worlds Apart. Yeah! Hey, f- you, man. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like a hard song to put on because, <laughs> because uh, it's just so abrasive there at the start. But uh, it's really catchy, really rocking. It's like a really tight kind of two and a half minute song. Um, just, yeah, that was like a song I needed at that moment. And it's every time I listen to it, it kind of both brings me back and I can appreciate it, you know, with who I am now. So uh, Worlds Apart by Trail of Dead. Uh, Ferguson's? Um, oh yeah. My Ferguson is Pussycat Dolls, don't ya? Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Song drove me crazy. Don't ya? Don't you wish ya? Oh, don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Yeah. Don't ya? (laughs) God, that's a, that's a rude song. Jam. No, it's rude. <laughs> Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Hey, like maybe no, maybe it's none of your business. <laughs> it is bizarre. I don't know. I remember that song being great. Then again, I was experimenting with Red Bull and vodka at this time, but I thought that was a great song. <laughs> Here it comes. Don't you? Don't you? Zon. Oh man. All right, Vince. Uh, uh, Ferguson. I don't know if I really have one to tell you the truth. Let me think. I gotta. Th- I'm put on the spot. Oh, I know what it is. I have one. Run it by Chris Brown. I couldn't stand that. Song. I couldn't stand it. Not, not the best. You know, best pick. But that's the only thing that enters my mind is Run It by Chris Brown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not great. Not great. Boy, there's so many bad. There's so many bad songs. I thought you were gonna be like, oh, I love that song. We can go. <laughs> 
there's so many bad songs this year. Uh, we have um, Sir, You Had a Bad Day. I take a word down. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Powder. <laughs> uh, we got Sugar, We're Going Down by Fall Out Boy. We're oh, going yeah. do do But my definitive Ferguson is <laughs> Yeah, you're, uh, you're Beautiful by James Blunt. Man, the song sure. uh, just like haunted you in 2005. It was everywhere. <laughs> every corner you turned American Idol, like every contestant the entire season sang it. <laughs> uh, it was, it, and it's bad. Like I, I re-listened to it today, and I'm, it is a legitimately very bad song. Uh, yeah, it, it is so bizarre how that type of thing happens. It's just like this inexplicable song that yeah. everyone seems to love, and you're like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah, it's just. It, I feel like "Bad Day" and "You're Beautiful" were like these two songs I, <laughs> that like came out the same time. I'm like, are, yeah. are they're different? They're the same song, but they're different. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I also marked down "True" by Ryan Cabrera. Um, mm. Don't like that song. Um, okay, do you want to hear some of our listeners' picks? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, we got uh, "My Boo" by Alicia Keys and Usher. Uh, it's Josh's pick. Uh, we have Enemy by Fozzie, um, Justin's pick. Uh, James Likes Telescope Eyes by Isley. Uh, we have Martel picked Madonna, Hung Up. There you go, Vince. Yo. There you go. Yo. Uh, Damien picked Beverly Hills by Weezer. All right. I'm so sorry, Brody. Uh, he picked Sugar, We're Going Down by Fallout Boy. Uh, <laughs> Tim picked Go by Common. All right. uh, Vaughn picked Photograph by Nickelback. Nickelback. There's the Nickelback love. Oh. Uh, uh, Lacey picked Resolve by Foo Fighters. Kev picked 7-4 Shoreline by Broken Social Scene. Jordan picked Beck. Or, excuse me, Girl by Beck. Which is oh, a, I like that. Yeah, I that song. great, great song. That's a good one. Um, Allie picked Novelty Crosses by the Black Dahlia Murder. Um, Clayton picked Destroy Everything You Touch by Lady Trin. Uh, Evelyn picked Mr. Brightside uh, by The Killers. Shay picked Lying is the Most Fun a Girl Can Have Without Taking Off Her Clothes by Panic at the Disco. Yes, that was everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Nikki picked Home by Zero Seven. And uh, yeah. I think those are the picks there. I was expecting a, a Mariah Carey somewhere there, but man, or Missy Elliott, and I didn't hear you know it because Mariah Carey had to be the biggest song, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we belong together. We belong. That's Pat Bettis. <laughs> we belong together. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the Mariah Carey one. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I know. <laughs> we belong together, baby. All right, we, we got two categories here. Home. We got two categories, and you know I'm going movie. I want to talk some films. Oh, okay. It's kind of a let's weird year at the movies, but let's do it. Um, I'm going with Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. 
dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. Is it possible to learn this power? Not from a Jedi. The Council wants you to report on all the Chancellor's dealings. That's treason. We are at war, Anakin. Very dangerous putting them together. I don't think the boy can handle it. I don't trust him. I need your help, son. I'm appointing you. Um, to be I, my, my favorite of the prequel trilogy. I feel like this is just where things like really start taking off. Um, Anakin just like killing all the Jedi. Um, it's just, it just like gets heavy in this one. Um, yeah, I loved that one so much. Uh, so, yeah, I got to give it to that. I mean, I think this is crazy. Okay. I mean, maybe there's a movie you're, that I'm not aware of. You're, I mean, you're right. This is the best of the prequels. For yeah. sure. Um, but, you know, I, I still don't know if that it's a good movie. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I really enjoy it. <laughs> I, yeah, um, I mean, definitely out of the three prequels, I would definitely pick this one over the other two. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Sith. Interesting. All right. When's the last time you've watched it? Oh, it's been some years. Still, I really like it. Okay. Cool. I mean, <laughs> there's only one other movie this year that I think was like on a similar level, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what you guys have to say. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Vince, what uh, what could challenge Revenge of the Sith? What do you got? Oh, it's not going to be good. It's not, I'm telling you, you thought the music stuff was horrible for me? So, believe it or not, oh, this is so cringeworthy, I'm going to admit this one. I am a huge fan of 2005's Pride and Prejudice with Kira Knight. Oh. He's here. Is he amiable? Is he handsome? He's single. I believe so. Oh, my goodness. Everybody behaves naturally. Mr. Collins, at your service. In an era when marrying a rich man was the most a woman could hope for, Elizabeth Bennet was way ahead of her time. I singled you out as the companion of my future life. Sir, no. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to roast you. So I know, I know everybody else will, but it's okay. But I stand by my pick. Um, I read Pride and Prejudice in school. I... I, I grew up watching like the BBC version and then I just loved the movie, the soundtrack, the cinematography, the cast. And there was something about it. I just, you know, it's like a feel good movie, like for two hours. It's not nothing too crazy going on. And uh, yeah, I just always liked it. So nice. you got to give it some love right now. Hey, I've never seen it, so I can't make fun of it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but nice. uh, yeah, I've also never never seen it um but uh i know it's pretty well liked yeah. cool uh well my favorite movie of the year is by uh i think a great filmmaker his name is noah bombeck mm. uh, i picked the squid and the whale i've come by to tell you i'm not staying here anymore why because you cheated on dad your father told you under our noses like a brothel men coming in and out you sound like your father i want to be a tennis pro like ivan ivan is a philistine What's a Faustin? It's a guy who doesn't care about books or interesting films and things. Then I'm a Faustin. No, you're interested in books and things. No, I'm a Faustin. 
and I've never had an affair with a student, though many have come on to me. That's why you might not want to be attached to your age. When am I going to meet Sophie? Uh, she's not gorgeous, but she's cute. Did you like Sophie? She's not the type I go for. Lily is pretty. Mm. My father said you had a weak handshake, which is a sign of indecision. His hands are so huge, I can't get a good grip. Mm. This is a pair of brothers living in Brooklyn, uh, and they're kind of caught in the middle of, of their parents' really messy divorce. Uh, their parents played by Jeff Daniels and Laura Linney. Uh, just great performances from those two. Uh, you also have Jesse Eisenberg here, Anna Paquin. Um, and it's uh, just kind of a low-key dramedy. I mean, like, it's a comedy for sure. Uh, like, the stuff happening in this movie is insane. But it's also super sad because you kind of just see, like, what it's like when a family comes apart. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think this is a very good movie. It's, a, it's an hour and 20 minutes, so it's, you know, 80 minutes of your time. If you're looking for kind of a fast watch um yeah love this movie um you know it's a that's a movie that i got for like super cheap somewhere and it was sitting on my shelf forever and i just never watched it really yeah i it, like i think i kept reading the description and it sounded so difficult to get through that i i kept putting it off and just never oh it's really, it's like, you know, it's like, it's Bombax humor. It's really yeah. dry, but it's funny. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg in particular just has so many good storylines here in this movie. Uh, all right. Close call. Um, yeah. My close call, I went with Batman Begins. Storm's coming. Scum is getting jumpy because you stood up to Falcone. It's a start. Your partner was at the docks with Falcone. Oh, he moonlights as a low-level enforcer. They were splitting the shipment in two. Only half went to the dealers. Why? What about the other half? Flass knows. He won't talk. He'll talk to me. Mission Alone set up a massive task force to catch you. He thinks you're dangerous. What do you think? I think you're trying to help. Sure. Um just like at the time when this came out it was like a game changer you yeah. know like you'd never there'd never been a, a comic book movie quite this powerful i guess um yeah just like I, I loved it from the very beginning i we did we saw this together didn't we hmm maybe i'm pretty sure we did because i remember i remember i think we saw it well i won't say what theater but um you know, I think we saw it together and I remember being so confused because the first 40 minutes, like there's just nothing Batman like yeah. he, he's yeah, yeah. he's in Asia. He's like training. Yeah. And I remember just getting kind of antsy, like, is this a Batman movie or like what is going on here? Mm. Now, in retrospect, sure. I like it. You know, I liked what yeah. they were doing, building it. But I just remember the first experience being a little. Uh, I was like aggravated because I wanted Scarecrow. I knew I knew Scarecrow was wow. in the movie, sure. and like maybe just not enough Scarecrow. Yeah. Okay. I I, I definitely love that whole beginning section, um, the whole training thing. Like it feels like a, uh, it's a common anime thing, like this like long training sequence um, that just feels I don't know something I like about that. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, that was also Kev's pick, Batman Begins. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, close call, Vince. 
So I had a few movies written down. Um, obviously, this was the year for Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Love that mm-hmm. one. Definitely, that's my, yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah, that's definitely my favorite in the series because now, it, it like the first three were more, they had their scary moments, but it was more fun and lighthearted. But now here, like, you know, Voldemort's back. Yeah, so I definitely yeah. can feel the change in the series now happening to a really darker place. So yeah. that's easily one of my favorites too. And you got Robert Pattinson. Sure. Yeah, Mr. Twilight himself. Mr. Troll. And then we had um The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe that came out this year. Mm. Yeah. We had the King Kong remake. Oh, yeah. Wedding Crashers. Yeah. Oh. Um, what else I have? 40-Year-Old Virgin. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose, which I saw in mm. theaters, and I was yeah. not sleeping for the next few nights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, if I had to pick a close call, believe it or not, it was Memoirs of a Geisha. I heard a message on the wind. So careless. You have ruined all our plans. I did nothing. Please, Sayuri, do not insult me. I know the Baron better than that. He gave me a kimono. You sold yourself for a kimono. I did not sell myself. Today's the day I accept bids for your Mizuage. Well, what kind of price can I hope to demand with a finger pointed at your back? Oh, really? Okay. I've never seen that. No, I, read, I did read the book in anticipation of seeing it because I was always interested in, um, just, you know, like I said, history or like Japanese culture. And it was definitely a very, the book is better than the movie, but the movie just has a certain like art form about it. You know, the soundtrack is great. Um, there was actually a lot of controversy with the cast because the cast are Chinese oh, and a lot of people felt they should have been Japanese actresses and actors. Mm. But um, got, it's actually a Michelle Yeoh is in it. Oh, cool. She's uh, great in that movie. There's Gong Li and there's Ji Zhang. And um, if you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend checking it out. It's really, uh, it's really a good movie. And, you know, it definitely has a great... Um, the ending is really good, but it's interesting watching this person because, you know, as Americans, we don't... Our exposure to Japanese sometimes can be limited. So it's definitely interesting to see how their culture has changed over time because the movie starts before World War II mm. and then it ends at the end of World War II with the American invasion of Japan. So if you're interested in, you know, just hit world history or Japanese or just even if you want to call it a chick flick, you know, definitely check it out. Cool. Vince, yeah. You, yeah. Know, you, you know what I love about you? What? And I, I'm being I'm being 100 percent genuine you're 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 a man of culture like you your picks are always surprising never conventional and i love that you really stand with them and uh i think you should be applauded for that well thank you i mean i know my picks sometimes aren't always the most you know popular choices but you know it is what it is i'm not gonna front and be like oh my favorite movie is uh rent like no it's not (laughs) members of the case it's pride and prejudice (laughs) no i love it i i mean it sincerely i mean it yeah well thank you appreciate that yeah um all right my close call was a movie i saw on my first date post bad breakup Mm. uh and you know the relationship didn't work but this movie sure did (sighs) Uh, it's also Shay's pick. That's the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I think you ought to know I'm feeling very depressed. Well, we have something that should take your mind off things. It won't work. 
I have an exceptionally large mind. Yeah, we know, but um, we need you to go down to the number two entry bay and pick up our stowaways and bring them up here. Just that. I won't enjoy it. Yeah, well, that's life. Life? Don't talk to me about life. <laughs> so long and thanks for all the fish. Uh, this movie is... I just love it so much that uh, Sam Rockwell, uh, most deaf. Um, what's his name? Martin um, Freeman. Uh, Freeman. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know, just like Alan Rickman as the robot here is so good. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really kind of underrated comedy. Uh, obviously, the book is a masterpiece, uh, but mm-hmm. I think they like as far as adapting goes, I think they did a really good job. Um, yeah um yeah this this is the next on my list um okay and i do love it i love how it looks especially like yes. I, I think the look of it they really nailed um yeah. like the practical puppetry i love that yeah yes mm-hmm. um and all the settings like I, I just really i think they like they just really got that right um i i just like i had been so familiar with the the radio show and the book at this Mm. point that it was like i mean there was no way they were gonna be able to pack everything in but um it uh it maybe just didn't quite hit the exact tone that i want or like didn't hit all like the my favorite stuff maybe from from the uh other formats um so it like you know i I had some little bit of disappointment, even though I think it was really good. Uh, I still like missed a lot of the stuff um, that they didn't include. Yeah. Anyway, it was. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, yeah, I, I, that's understandable. Yeah. Cool. Uh, any other movies you wanted to shout out, Andrew? Um. Yeah. Uh, the Devil's Rejects came out this year. I think that was Justin's Justin's pick. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that nice. Was crazy. I think <laughs> it was crazy. Still still maybe the best rob zombie movie to me um uh sin city came out this year maybe has aged not amazingly but still like a really cool looking and uh, it was really amazing at the time that's Um, damien's pick nice nice uh constantine with uh, Mm -hmm. keanu reeves uh yeah speaking of (laughs) speaking of ageless yeah, yeah yeah Seriously. Can we just say um, that, uh, Keanu Reeves, we love you. <laughs> yeah, oh my I think God. he's one of the most down-to-earth celebrities, if you want to call him a celebrity. He's just down-to-earth. Yeah. Yeah. And has, na- yeah. and has nailed, like, in my mind, uh, multiple different types of roles. Like, I've loved yeah. him in many different types of things. I mean, if um, you look at his 90s career, like... I think people are like, oh, Matrix, John Wick, you know, action yeah. movies. But mm-hmm. his 90s career is like independent, weird movies. It's, yeah. it's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, I know he gets criticized for his role in uh, Dracula with Gary Oldman. but um, <laughs> That's justified. <laughs> it is justified. But I do, I actually really do like him, though, in Devil's Advocate later. Oh, in yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, that's another role. Sometimes you find the haters on him for, but. You know what? He has a great filmography, and I've actually had the pleasure of meeting him once in the city. Huh. He was on the subway. Whoa. And he is just 
a nice, you know, all around individual. He doesn't think like other celebrities would, you know, they wouldn't be caught dead riding the subway. Yeah. And he is just an average, you know, American guy. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's really, really cool. cool. Yeah. Um uh, also want to mention uh House of Wax, the remake horror movie oh. that came out this year. That was like that's on my... Go ahead. That's on, it's it's number eight on my list. Oh well, nice. Love it. Yeah. Uh, well, pa- yeah well, Paris yeah. Hilton got it. <laughs> yeah. I mean I mean, surprisingly she's okay in it. Like yeah, and crazily, yeah. like that was the weirdest part is that she appeared in it. Be- besides that, it's like a, it's a bizarrely like really good horror movie that seemed like it was going to be terrible. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah. But it looks so cool. The the final like melting house at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. I think um, um I think yeah. once people realized she was in it, it's almost like people were judging it before they really saw yeah. it. Yeah. But then once you sit through it, you're like, you know what? For a remake, I thought it was a great watch. Yeah, for sure. Um, also wanted to win- mention Waiting, uh, the Ryan Reynolds comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, Skeleton Key is kind of a somewhat under the radar horror movie, I think, with uh, Kate Hudson. It's yeah. like about, um, what's it called? Voodoo. Uh, just a cool horror movie. Um, also, <laughs> this is weird, but a, uh, a second year in a row for me for Jimmy Fallon movies, Fever Pitch. <laughs> you like Fever Pitch? Yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly why. It's such garbage. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> I mean, I Vince, can't really Fever Pitch, any it, opinion? That's the one with Drew Barrymore, right? Yeah. Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trash. <laughs> But I can't judge. Look fair, at my two fair. picks. I can't judge Andrew. You, Memoirs of a Geisha was an Oscar-nominated yeah, that, film. Yeah, that's like a leg- <laughs> legitimately good movie. Or recognized as a good movie. Um, finally, uh, just got to give a shout-out to Jiminy Glick in La La uh, oh, World. <laughs> yeah. Jiminy good Glick movie. Good catch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Vince, any other ones you want to shout-out? Um, I mean, I kind of shouted them up before. I, I do okay. want to give a shout out to, uh, again, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, because yeah. that was also a date night movie for me. Mm. Um, let's see, it was me, you know, this girl I wanted to ask out. We went to the movies. There's a bunch of friends and we have a local theater. So pretty much, you know, a good majority of your class was there that night on a mm. Friday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you're thinking, oh, it's an exorcism movie. It's going to be fun. We're going to be laughing and. You know, by the end of it, we all had tears in our eyes and we were screaming our heads off. <laughs> um, when you watch it now, it still has its moments, but seeing it in the theater, I guess as a 15, 16-year-old who lives with Catholic guilt, we didn't sleep that night. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that relationship didn't last long because I guess she figured, oh, well, I'm next to the guy. He'll be strong. No, we, we were screaming right there with you. <laughs> Hey Vince, you got the Catholic guilt too. Every day of my life. Yeah, I forgot Mess- it was Lent a few weeks ago, and I never heard the end of it. <laughs> Message me; we'll work through it together, man. Okay, good. <laughs> I need a, I need a support system. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I'll just mention that I did see that movie in the theater. Also, um, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. 
it was all I mean it was all fun and games until she started you know that scene in the barn. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Where she started contorting herself and, you know, yeah, yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm like, that's <laughs> it. Get this movie off the screen. <laughs> um, well, some of my picks, uh, King Kong was a big deal to me. I mean, Chris has roasted me over and over about yeah. this. I saw it I like we <laughs> we had a cheap theater next to our college. It was like five dollars, three dollars to go to a movie. So I saw King Kong like three or four times. Uh, <laughs> I was really into Jack Black. I was really into Peter Jackson. I loved the original King Kong, you know, uh, Adrian Brody. It's just like a good mixture of things going on here. Um, and so I saw that a lot. Uh, it doesn't really hold up. But uh, Thumbsucker was a movie I really liked. Mm. Speaking of Keanu Reeves, uh, he makes a mm-hmm. kind of a great cameo in Thumbsucker. Mm. Uh, Goblet of Fire, I think, is the best Harry Potter film. Just kind of stands by itself. Fun, Kind of a yeah. fun action flick. Uh, the Descent. Tim also picked this uh, yeah. great oh. horror film. Uh, the descent. Yeah, jeez, yeah. I didn't realize it came out this year, but very yeah. good, good call. Really holds up. Uh, yeah. It's a really yeah, freaky a movie. Uh, War of the Worlds. I just rewatched this. Uh, uh, Steven Spielberg, mm. Tom Cruise. It rocks. I mean, it, it rocks so hard. I don't. I don't even want to hear about it. War <laughs> of the Worlds rocks. Uh, you know, Tom Cruise playing an incompetent dad. So relatable. Uh, <laughs> That wasn't acting, <laughs> by the way, on Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just love that film. And then the other one, I, this would be uh, like, oh, go ahead. Before you move on, I'll just say uh, I do like Tim Robbins appear making an appearance in there. That, that is the only uh, bad part of the movie. That's maybe the highlight <laughs> for me. He's so it. bad. He's doing this weird New England here. accent. No, it's bad. Uh, no worse okay. than the movie. Oh, okay. much worse. Uh and then my definitive, like, next to close call, my number three here, also James's pick, a great documentary called The Devil and Daniel Johnston uh-huh. um, about the musician Daniel Johnston. Uh, it kind of tracks his life and, you know, his struggles throughout his uh, life. Uh, Daniel was, you know, uh, in, in several ways uh, suffering from ailments. And so he was a kind of a great songwriter, uh, wrote really raw kind of four track songs, um, that a lot of then famous people kind of caught on to. I think, you know, he kind of blew up because Kurt Cobain would often wear his, uh, you know, hi, how are you shirt? And, uh, but I really love his his stuff. And this movie really like brought him to life. It's a really creative, cool documentary. Have yeah. you seen that one, Andrew? Oh, yeah. 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 Very cool. good. Yeah. Ferguson's. Um, yeah, my Ferguson, there was really no question for me personally. It had to be son of the mask um after 11 oh, not years jamie kennedy oh my god i loved the original mask when it came out so good 11 years later I, and like shortly after the first mask came out they had these like preview posters like the mask 2 is coming like oh my gosh a de- over a decade later we get just this bizarre like <sighs> They're just like pushing into the wrong direction. Everything about it is annoying. I just uh, I was couldn't have been less enthused. Yeah, I you know in all honesty, I've never sat and watched it. Um, I just yes. love the concept of it existing. No, it's no good. The best <laughs> part the the best part about it was the preview poster was like this silver weird like reflective silver poster with Mm. just the mask in the middle i was like oh my god this is gonna be amazing (laughs) the best part was the credits 
<laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Ferguson, Vince? Um, I wrote down Son of the Mass too. Uh, yeah, the disappointment I felt watching that movie after waiting for so long. Uh, pretty yeah. sure I saw that in theaters because I pretty sure I asked for my money back after it. Mm. Wow. <laughs> They're like, no, you sat through it. I'm like, well, like, <laughs> um, but I also want to give a Ferguson to, um, believe it or not, a Disney sequel, and that's going to get Mulan too. Hmm. Uh, yeah, sure. I got stuck watching that with my cousins. We were big fans of the first Mulan. We thought, you know, Disney sequels, some of them are good, some of them are bad. You know, how bad yeah. could this one be? It was bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Truly, like, bizarre, the direction they take with some of those sequels. It's like, they have this, like, really kind of uh, heartfelt or, like, emotional first movie. And then they just, like, take it in some crazy cartoony direction for the sequel like, yeah what is and the, you know obviously the animation's more subpar the soundtrack's yeah. not as good it's just yeah. pure cash grabs yeah, yeah. You no know, come on disney bring out <laughs> you can do it you can do good sequels come on you've done it in the past well guys it's charlie and the chocolate factory unbelievable truly unbelievable <laughs> have you watched it in these last years no, I absolutely have not watched it in the last oh few years. It was it was a There's... sterile, cold, no, hu- humorless, no. Get... <laughs> uh, abs- just not fun, uh, unimaginative take. Unimaginative. Gene Wilder. The first or the first uh, Willy Wonka. You is don't even like, know. It's almost like a horror movie. Like half of it. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, this is like a masterpiece. You know, I like it a lot, but uh, I also like this. Okay, well, I, it was tied with Bewitched, which I thought was a terrible oh, okay. uh, revisioning. Sure. Um, sure. But uh, kind of like Bewitched. No, the Nicole Kidman Will Will Ferrell thing. Yeah, I kind of liked it. They botched bit. it. They they like they tried to jazz up the story too much by like making it like a. Like a movie about a movie about Bewitched. It's, it was just so convoluted. Um, anyway, those movies stunk. Uh, but let's talk about uh, what movies people like. Josh liked Coach Carter. Hey, uh, hey you know what? What's I was going to mention, I um, got a... Somebody traded in a Coach Carter DVD, and it came with a Coach Carter beanie. Got to wear that for a few years. Um, just wanted to mention that. <laughs> Very cool. Andrew, you mentioned it. Martell shut it out waiting. Nice. The last good movie Ryan Reynolds made. Uh, oh Revenge of the Sith was Brody's pick, Andrew. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Colin picked Green Street Hooligans. Uh, Lacey, Nikki, and Vaughn picked Elizabeth Town. Oh, yeah. I've actually which, seen that. Which is Cameron, Cameron Crowe, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. I have to check that out. Um, Allie picks Cinderella Man, a uh, great kind of mm. historical drama. Um, I like that one too. Jordan picked Thank You for Smoking, a very quirky, mm. funny movie. Yeah. yeah. And Clayton picked Good Night and Good Luck, the oh, uh, yeah. George Clooney directed yeah. Yeah. historical drama. Yeah, it was good. Yes. Um, number one movie, Andrew? Um, yeah. Any guess? You can guess. It's guessable. Harry, something Harry Potter? No, know. not Harry Potter, surprisingly. Uh, so Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? 
No. I mean, forty-year-old virgin. No. It's a big one. It's a big one. I don't know. Big blockbuster. Star Wars, of course. Oh, of course, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we knew it wasn't Charlie in the freaking chocolate factory. (laughs) Yeah, not not to backtrack, but I agree with Joey on that one, though. It was a disappointing movie. You know what, guys? Look up that squirrel scene. Incredible. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I am gonna look it up. Uh, okay, we got one more category. Interesting events. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, my top had to go to uh, the founding of YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, you know, the world was different after that. You know? uh, incredible to have this ability to have like just little clip. I mean, just having... Cl- the access to like my favorite Simpsons clips when I, when they pop into mind was that would make the top event. Um, so yeah, YouTube incredible. Yeah, this is, you know, I'll just say now that it's my close call. Uh, Mm, but like YouTube is so interesting, uh, because I think there's so much we could point to with technology and the internet. That's like been toxic to society, but and YouTube has its dark corners, but I think generally it's been one of the better uses of the internet. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, you can actually be creative, you can get information, you can get access to the world kind of in a peaceful way. Um, yeah. It seems like maybe the best of, uh, you know, what was being offered. Yeah, for um, sure. It was also uh, Damien, Kev, Clayton, and Nikki's pick for event. Nice. Yes. And, you know, just being able to, like, find these ultra obscure moments that you are thinking about some random day and then to be able to, like, access this whole comments from other people thinking about this ridiculous, like, commercial from 25 years ago. (laughs) It's really amazing. Like when Andrew's at my house on New Year's and I say, you know what? I really want to watch Bumpin' Night Schools (laughs) Out. We could do yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah cool. Uh, Vince, uh, Vent? Yeah, I definitely mentioned uh, YouTube. Yeah. I mean, what else could you say? I mean, I, similar to what Andrew said, I mean, you know, I'll think of something, I'll type it in, and then it's like all these other people have the same <laughs> recollections I do. I mean, and you enter, like, YouTube is dangerous in the fact that I'll start one searching for one mm-hmm. thing. And it's the biggest rabbit hole I'll ever spend on the internet. Yeah. 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 And then you start getting into other things. Like if you type in, you know, North Korean documentaries, you are going down (laughs) such a rabbit hole of YouTube that, (laughs) you know, just be careful out there, guys. I mean, YouTube is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So that YouTube is yours. That's it. YouTube. Okay. Well, before I even get to mine, let's just get it out of the way because people have been waiting all episode. It's time for your Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Folks, it's a pretty good year. Uh, not our best year. But on the records, we got 35 dinosaurs discovered in 2005. Um, We got uh, the Appalachiosaurus, 
We got the Oroceratops. We got the Condoraptor. We got the Lanzahasaurus, uh, just to name four out of the 35. Um, pretty good dino year, not the best, but uh, I think pretty pretty respectable. This gets uh, one 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 uh, one claw out of two for me. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's out of two. Um, good. Yeah, that's very cool. It's so. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying here. I'm just saying it's crazy. We're on a planet, and there was other species. These weird other reptilian species millions of years ago. Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, the Coopers. Yeah, it's it's world is weird. It's, I I I just sometimes I wonder if it's all we should be thinking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, now, really... now you got me thinking on that that whole like now my now I'm gonna start having paranoid anxiety attacks and like wow we're floating on a rock in the middle of nowhere <laughs> there's know. new dinosaurs being discovered <laughs> like, I can't go there <laughs> what's yeah. out there what I can't go there I can't do <laughs> let your brain do it oh I can't go there I, I think know. it's healthy uh all right well my I went personal uh YouTube's the right mm. pick but my personal experience was like a you know, it's my trivia fact in life, I guess. It's just like, mm. it's the thing that happened to me that it's like, hey, what's something interesting that happened to you? And it's my thing. And I've talked about it on the podcast before, but uh, in October of 2005, me and some friends went to the Kaiser Chiefs Foo Fighters Weezer show in Cleveland. Uh, and um, essentially, long story short, uh, I got to go on stage and play Undone the Sweater Song with Weezer. Let's break it down, just me and Joe. exist of this uh, even though the iPhone had not been invented yet some very nice person a person I had I did not know uh, took a video with their flip phone uh, of the entire event found me through the Weezer boards and messaged it to me so I still have it uh, it unfortunately gets cut off about like two and a half minutes into the song which is about four minutes but uh, you know I like really treasure that uh, go ahead uh, that's probably like the maximum amount of recording time on the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh well, right at the end of the video, you hear because they're right near the stage, and you, I think someone was crowd surfing, and because you hear someone go help, uh, and like the video just cuts out. Um, that's pretty perfect. Yeah, um, and then I got off stage and I went to hand the guitar to the guitar tech, and he went, "Nope, it's yours." Uh, and then I asked for a set list and then I had this guitar and then I got to see D Dave Grohl 
who was like kind of backstage and he gave me a high five and said, good job. Um, it was a really just like a cool, cool night. Um, and, uh, I still got that guitar. It's not in great shape, but I I have it. Not in great shape. Well, it's just, I don't really like the guitar, honestly. Like I'm really grateful they gave it to me, but I don't enjoy playing it. Um, Hmm. so it just sits in a case now. I like it. Yeah. You get to play the guitar with world-class musicians, and I was fist-pumping, drinking Georgie vodka. <laughs> <laughs> clearly yeah. you won 2005. You clearly won it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that's the right moment to pick. Yeah. Know, if yeah, that yeah. happens to you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really like the stuff, like for a kid who plays guitar, it's like kind of the stuff you like literally dream about at night. Yeah. Like, what if I got Dude, to play with my favorite band on stage? Let me ask you this. Like, afterward, were you like, what do I do now? Is there any part of you that's like, that at the time was like, how do I move forward from this? Um, You know, the way my brain works, maybe it's part of that Catholic guilt, is like, <laughs> I don't allow myself to like, get very oh, excited yeah, for yeah. too long sure, about anything. Sure. Like, my brain goes like, move on. Yeah. It's over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. there was that immediate adrenaline rush of like, seeing our friends like Chris or whatever, whoever in the hallway, Jim, yeah. uh, and just like this moment of like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and I'm holding the guitar. And they're like, you got to do something with it. And I'm like, trying to figure out how to get it to my car. Um, <laughs> it was just like a very big adrenaline rush. And then of course, them being guys, they're like, dude, you could you can get any girl tonight. Like, you can get any, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I just got to get this guitar to my car. I can't even think about that. And then also Foo Fighters hadn't started yet. So I'm like, and I genuinely want to see Foo Fighters. Uh, so, you know, I think most guys may have cashed in differently. Uh, I enjoyed a great Foo Fighters set. And I think I went home, uh, you know, someone I think from Cleveland magazine reached out to talk to me. That was kind of like, you know, the big thing. And then Carl who runs the Weezer site reached out, but that was it. It was like a day or two of like real high thrill. And then, you know, back, back to school. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. I'm a a little envious and I can, I wish I could play the guitar. (laughs) Oh, you can. It's not too late. Uh, I'm kind of Vince, 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 (laughs) Vince. Some of the stupidest people in the world can play guitar. <laughs> and, and that's not. Yeah, saying what if I fail at it? See what that does to my, <laughs> my mind. No, what I'm saying is you're way too smart to fail at it. Like I guarantee, if you gave it like three weeks of dedicated concentration, you'd be playing a song. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do. I already. I do play an instrument, so maybe it will help me. But you know, yeah. If I tell you the instrument I play, you're gonna go, "Wow, you cultured man, you violin." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. Are hey. you the lurker? I mean, yeah. That's- <laughs> I've been playing violin since third grade, so I guess that's what, like 25 years or some crazy oh, number? I, what I said before stands even stronger. Vince, you are <laughs> a man of, you surprise me. Yeah. All right, so I'll, I'll have to pick up the guitar, and then when I fail, I'll smash it and then call it a day. So Vince, do you, can you still play the violin? Are you competent? Yeah. I actually lost my violin in Hurricane Sandy, believe it or not. Wow. It's oh, never picked it up again. But when I see yeah. music... Like you'll like your fingers just know how that would play on the violin. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, really cool. Yeah, very. Cool. I would love to try guitar and piano. I never tried those. Yeah, I think I think if you can do violin, you could do guitar. Piano's a little trickier, but um, yeah, cool, awesome. Uh, close calls. 
my close call was the date deep impact space probe lo- being launched um probe. <laughs> and a big part of this is <laughs> is that it shared its name with the 1998 uh morgan freeman elijah wood blockbuster uh supposedly by accident or a coincidence i don't buy it but <laughs> <laughs> that's a depressing movie <laughs> yeah yeah uh vince close call i mean it's kind of depressing though i i just thought of hurricane katrina to tell you the truth yeah i mean it's a big event yeah uh i feel like that was the first time i really ever watched a storm like forming and then watched it hit um yeah. And then, of course, came all the the backlash, you know, after Hurricane Katrina, as we know, with, you know, Kanye's situation, who he always seems to be in trouble. I don't know what he does, but (laughs) he's always making headlines. And I just remember, you know, seeing people on their roofs and the flooding and the fires and the levees giving way. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm watching this on live TV and people are actually dying right now. Yeah. So definitely, you know, not a great chapter in our history of you know world history or weather history or even american history but you know i'm getting tired of living through these rare events that are only supposed to occur once in a lifetime <laughs> yeah i feel like every year like it's like seven of these now yeah yeah i hear you yeah yeah katrina's a big one um let's see here uh shay picked hurricane katrina said on a personal Personal note, I moved out on my own for the first time as well. Mm. Uh, Lacey said she visited New Orleans for the first time less than a month before Katrina hit. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was a big deal. Uh, my pick was YouTube. We already talked about that. Oh, yeah. Um, Justin said he changed his major senior year of mm. college. Wow. Uh, wow. G- James and Vaughn mentioned that Liverpool comes back from three goals down to beat AC <laughs> Milan in the Championship League. Whoa. You guys are excited about it or what? <laughs> <laughs> Crickets over here. I mean, anytime somebody beats Italians, I'm not going to be happy about it. <laughs> uh, but it's Liverpool. Uh, no, that sounds that sounds cool. Three three goals down, we can relate. Cavs coming back 3-1 over the Warriors. You know, same vibes. Uh, Brody says Disneyland turns 50. Uh, So just some things people shouted out there. Do you guys have any Ferguson events? Uh, I just picked Hurricane Katrina as the uh, the big deal took over the world at that point. Or our country. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. It's just a huge Yeah, there was a lot of horrible stuff that summer of 2005 in terms of world events. Yeah. Katrina, I think there was also the bombings in London mm. in July that year and, you know, the, the wars that were going on. It wasn't exactly the best, uh, yeah. the best year yeah. for that stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, kind of a, a lot of turmoil going on in the country and... Um... But, uh, but I got the fist pump. <laughs> we got the fist pump. We got YouTube. We got some new dinosaurs. It's not all a loss. Yeah. Uh, and guess what else we got? Um, a sports recap. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, really? I'm like, whoa. <laughs> uh, let's do it, folks. Cue that NBA on NBC Music. Um, 
We got the San Antonio Spurs winning the NBA championship over the Detroit Pistons, four games to three. Uh, in the World Series, we got the Chicago White Sox sweeping the Houston Astro- Astros four games to zero. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl that year is played, uh, and the New, or- New England Patriots defeat the Philadelphia Eagles 24-21. to And I thought this was really interesting. I didn't remember this. But there was no Stanley Cup that year. There was a lockout that lasted yep. 10 months, covering 1,230 unplayed games, and as a result, the Stanley Cup was not awarded for the first time since 1919. That should have been my wow. Ferguson. <laughs> no Stanley Cup? I'm a big, yeah, I'm a big NHL guy. Which, who's, your, who's your team? Uh, New York Rangers is my Rangers, team. Rangers, okay. Yeah, I'm a Ranger guy. Okay. And they were they were good, right? That was like a, that would have been a good error for them, right? Uh, we got killed by New Jersey that year. That's oh, not really okay. okay. All right, sorry. Wow, sorry. Come on, Joey. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Well, at least there was no Stanley Cup. Okay, uh, so a little bit about sports, and that rounds out the year two thousand five. How are you guys feeling? Yeah, sad. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the events really crushed our spirits. What YouTube? Uh, me playing with Weezer, dinosaurs? No, that's true. That's true. It was just just that final. Yeah, block. But uh, yeah. no, it was. I mean, yeah, it was a good year. I think overall. Um, cool. pretty cool stuff. I don't know. I just don't like getting older now. It makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> 18 yeah. years is crazy to me. Yeah. Well, <sighs> 2006, we'll, we'll cover it soon. And, uh, let's see who's up. I think Manny is, I think Manny is going to talk yeah, to us about nice. 2006. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be fun once we get there. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Andrew, what do we have next? Uh, next time we're going to talk our Salute Your Shorts Season 2 rankings yeah. with our buddy John. Patreon yes. Yes. follower John. Yeah. Much love to John. Uh, yeah, a fun idea. We did Season 1 with Justin. Uh, yeah. And that was, it was fun just to rewatch and kind of oh, yeah. get a feel. And I think Season 2 is even more of a roller coaster. You know, Season 1, there's a lot of highs and not a lot of lows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. But, season 2 things really change. Yeah, it's a little it's a little more up and down. So that'll be a that'll be a fun discussion. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then of course we're also on Patreon right now. Uh, we have six episodes that have been posted to Patreon. Uh, we started with our M Night Shyamalan uh, <laughs> uh, Hall of Fame. Um, we had the Tale of Old Man Corcoran, favorite villains, uh, our Oscar um, episode. Our Saturday Night Live draft, which was really fun. Uh, and we had, of course, this last week, the classic, The Tale of the Last Dance with Vaughn, who we didn't shout out at the beginning, but man, it was really her idea to do a drunk podcast. Uh, and it was, of course, her her wish, I think, to talk Last Dance, and it just ended up being such a blast. Yeah. So, if you're not on Patreon, we have two tiers. $5 will get you all those episodes. It gives you access to everything. $14 gives you access plus the uh, option like John did here to request an episode with us. Uh, you can come on, you can request episodes, you get a free t-shirt uh, plus other merch eventually coming. Um, so hopefully people are enjoying uh, their, their Patreon experience. Yeah. In the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast, Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. 
you can hear us on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Patreon, um, anywhere you get your podcasts. And um, Vince, yeah. very happy to have you on for 2005. You you surprised us as always, but honestly, in the best way. Right. Well, I just love being back. It's always fun you know, catching up with you guys. And if anybody out there likes Pride and Prejudice, you know, let me know. <laughs> if you don't, I go scratch. <laughs> Well, Vince, you did swear a couple times, so I think you're due for a couple Hail Marys. Oh, mm. yeah. See, I got to go do <laughs> oh, that now. <laughs> uh, there's the guilt. Yep, yep. I couldn't let you off. <laughs> it's supposed to be the, my support system, not the enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. My bad. Swear it up, buddy. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, great, great time. Um, and we yeah. hope we'll see all you uh, geishas next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and dream of pasta. <laughs> Do you have a favorite noodle? Uh, definitely ravioli. Oh, yeah? Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they're all good. I, they're, you're not going to say one where I'm going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Is there uh, one yeah. you don't like? Believe it or not, I'm not crazy about spaghetti. Really? Just like a straight spaghetti? It's got to be a certain... Like it has to be just cooked a certain way. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. it'd be like yeah. There's like a lot of spaghetti with up. like olive oil and garlic, but I don't go crazy for like spaghetti and meatballs. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. No meatballs at all, or you 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 toss them in something else. I'll usually just have them on the side. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not as adventurous, I guess. Are you <laughs> are you a marsala guy? You like marsala? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're gonna start. The, we're gonna start the Italian food podcast <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah. Today's episode: veal parmesan. Oh my god! Please, my family too. Like, majority of my family is just first generation Italian American. So, yeah. yeah. Like, if they put something in front of you and you don't want to eat it, they look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you're eating it. Like, yeah. I, I was raised in that house. I, I get it. You get uh, it. Yep.